Big D from Richmond, Kentucky, and I am Lunatic Radio. This is Bert from Seattle, Washington, and I am Lunatic Radio. This is Chris from Tampa, Florida, and I am Lunatic Radio. Hey, I'm Ace from Orange County, and I am Lunatic Radio. Hey, this is Elizabeth from Chicago. How you guys doing? And I am Lunatic Radio. This is in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I am LunaticRadio.com. fucking asshole. commercial break for about two and a half weeks. <laughs> Unbelievable. Gotta get those ads in. Welcome to the LunaticRadio.com show. It's Kia Rock broadcasting live from always lovely New York. We love it here in New York. Rain, grayness, murders and rapes. It's awesome. This place is a blast. It's like Disney World without the murders and rapes. Well, we don't know that for sure. I'm sure this I've actually never been to Disney, so what? there you go. No, you were deprived. I don't think I was deprived. I think I was uh, kind of relieved that I went to Disney because everybody that goes to Disney, other than Fat Ronnie Beans, our old co-host at a radio program, Ronnie fucking Beans, love Ronnie Beans. He loves freaking Disney, and I don't know why. Maybe he's just like a big mascot, and he fits in with all the big. Uh, Goofies and Mickey Mouses that walk around down there. Wait, he still loves it? He goes there all the time. Oh, I didn't realize he still went. He has like a timeshare or something at like Mickey's place. He's got to think for Cinderella. That's what it is. Man, maybe he's trying to bang the Cinderella mascot or whatever. They're all mascots, right? Is Cinderella like a big costume? No, there's like just... no. They're the the, the female uh, uh, characters are actually women dressed <sighs> up like the Snow White, the Cinderella, the uh, Alice in Wonderland. You know what's great? Oh no! You know what's great? Oh no! Where's this going already? Now that Rock just informed me that the Cinderella is not dressed up as like a, like some fluffy costume or something, oh. and it's an actual lady dressed in a, a dress or something, you know at some point in the who's ever played Cinderella at Disney World, you know at some point in the history of Disney World, that broad was taken back behind the scenes in like the catering hall oh, and just geez. drilled in the uniform. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, boy. You know that's happened. That's had to happen. We're looking at pictures of, uh, yeah. Tell, there's a picture of uh, John Stamos Rock at Disney World next to Cinderella. You tell me beautiful John Stamos, Mr. Face, didn't drill Cinderella at some point at Disneyland? <laughs> Come on! I'm sure he did. I'm sure he had. It's like a thing you should do. Why would John Stamos go to Disney World otherwise? Yeah, really. I'm John Stamos. Cup ride. They should I think do the not. commercial. Hey, John Stamos, you just uh, got off a of stage on Broadway. What are you doing next? I'm going to Disney World to bang Cinderella. That should be the freaking. It's all weird. <laughs> they used to do the Super Bowl ads yeah, like of that. Of course, of course. And did any of those guys ever go to Disney World? No, they just got paid to say that. Yeah. I mean, we don't really know, but I'm pretty sure that they didn't. Why can't I get paid to say shit? Hey, Rock, well, we you used just to. got done with the radio show. What are you going to do next? Take a dump. Sponsored by the people that make dumps. I don't know. We used to get paid for what when we talked. <sighs> Not anymore. Those are the days. We should get depression and fucking self-loathing. We still have stocks. Stocks and what? Oh, um, On the shelves? <laughs> We stock shit on shelves. Yes. Got a whole bunch of candy. Whatever happened to that company we have stock in? They're still around. Yeah. yeah. Doing what? Apparently you're not keeping track of your stock, sir. No. Why would I? <laughs> that would be a smart thing to do. You made a paper airplane out of your stocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how we got on the Disneyland tip, but whatever. You never went. No, I never did go to Disneyland. That's Disney World either. Yeah, I've never Wor- been to Disney World. Uh, Disneyland is in California. Never been there. I've been to Disney World. Isn't Florida. Disneyland like the one in California, like an amusement park? And Disney World is like the vacation spot, right? Right. Well, they're both vacation spots. This one's East Coast, one's West Coast. I don't think the one Disneyland is as big as Disney World. Uh, by like uh, square judging feet, from the, square footage. Judging from the name, I don't think it uh, would be. Oh, I don't know. Disneyland, Disney World, World seems bigger to me. I don't know. Well, I know that Disneyland I've is never heard first. Of it. I've never heard of anybody flying from New York to go to Disneyland, like well, staying in a resort, playing the golf courses. Well, time out, Karen. You don't know many people, so therefore, of course, I you know would. plenty of people. No, you don't. But I don't know anybody that's Just because they're friends on Facebook doesn't mean you actually communicate with them. 12 pending. <laughs> I watched that due date over the weekend. It was pretty funny. You like due date? I kind of did like it. With Robert Downey Jr.? What's better than a fucking Why movie? Why did that come up? Huh? There's a, there's a, yeah, that's actually a line. I got there's a 12, Facebook rep. All right, Galifianakis. Yeah, he was great in that fucking movie. It was good. It wasn't great. It wasn't great, but it was good. You know, it was great. Cedar Rapids. Just saw that over the. Uh, what is that? Weekend. Cedar Rapids. It's that dude from uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, that's in the office, like the the tertiary guy, not the main guys, but that secondary guy. And uh, John C. Riley's in it. He's phenomenal. Love. I'm a big John C. Riley fan. John C. Riley. Oh yeah, the, the, the goofy guy. guy. He, he was, was always a Will Ferrell. You know movies. Yeah, he's doing it. He was on the world he's Will Ferrell tip. Yeah, yeah, he's a funny dude. But yeah, uh, friends. Yes, you don't have them, so you don't know about Disneyland. A lot of people go to Disneyland. Yeah, but it's not Disney World. That's what I'm saying. This is a pointless topic. But yes, it's not Disney World. People don't go to Disneyland to stay in some hotel to go to Disneyland. They go to Disney World. They stay in the Disney World Palace. They go to Disney World. That's right. 
Yeah, that they doesn't go to Epcot. So I'm saying Universal Disney World. Studios. I don't know, but Disney World seems bigger. They have Epcot. It is bigger. Oh, we're not questioning the size, but I know people that that'll make the trip to Disneyland to go to Disneyland. Now there may not be as many, but Disneyland is certainly a tourist spot. Mm. It's not like a historical site. It is a tourist spot. Yeah. So you know, people it's, definitely go there for. Uh, fuck it. Why would you go to Disneyland if you're going to California? Some of you have fucking things to do in California. Then go. I mean, you can go up north and just start smoking weed. That's the greatest. Fucking, is that your idea of that's a fucking, fucking trip? That's that's fucking Disneyland right oh. there. Well. Just get lost in a rainforest or whatever the hell is this. The, the red, rainforest. The, the redwoods, I meant. And uh, just, you know, there's your Disneyland. You take lost a, your mind out in Arizona. Take a couple hits and you're in Disneyland. You can be anywhere you want to be. You can make believe you're seeing Goofy. Yeah. You're Donald Duck. Yeah. Any of those Disney characters. You can pretend you're seeing Walt Disney. Absolutely. You know what Walt Disney is? He's the guy that runs the joint. I'm right, just making sure you're keeping up with the conversation. Is he dead and like uh, frozen? Frozen, like yeah. The guy Him and Ted Williams Han head. Han Solo. Han Solo? Yeah. Han Solo's not real. Yeah, wasn't he? No. no, it was a movie. I hate the purse that bubble. I thought he lived in Hoboken. <laughs> Han Solo. Han Solo in Hoboken. No. <laughs> Somebody told me that. You made stupidity just sound funny. That was great. <laughs> That's all is real. <laughs> Thought he lived in Hoboken. <laughs> yeah, so we've been off for two weeks. You know, did some little soul searching in Arizona. I don't know what the fuck I was doing in Arizona. You're uh, visiting your family. Yeah, I was. Stop. But you do like the first four days. You're just like, I get it. You're my family. We've talked about everything. Gurgitated the same stories for the last twenty years. We're done. Really? It got to that point? Yeah, and then you just start looking at the sky and going, what the fuck am I doing here? I got two weeks here. I got to stay here for two weeks? Oh, come on. No, I love my family. I had yeah. a blast out there. Just the idea of being out there, my one time being out there, just doing absolutely nothing under the Arizona skies to me is a vacation. Yeah. It's not like a a resort type place, although they, there are those type of locations there, but you could just be, I don't know, for me, I could just be hanging out in downtown Scottsdale and just... Smelling the air of Arizona yeah. be okay. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's it, getting away from New York or any big city in this country yeah. and going to a place like Arizona, Florida, like Hoboken, Texas, or you know somewhere in California. It's nice, man. It's freaking nice. It, 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 the life is so much easier at those places. Than it is. Very slow life. Very slow. People are laid back. They say nice things. They hold the door for you. You hold the door for them. They say, thank you. Oh, how are you doing? The lady at the, the Starbucks. Oh, how are, what are you doing today? Oh, blah, 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 blah. You don't have, have these type of conversations with people? No, not in fucking New York. They're Why like, not? I'm like, can I, I go in? They're like, I like a Starbucks. And I, can, I, can I get a, uh, a medium? If I say the word medium at Starbucks in New York, I get fucking told I'm an asshole. It's a grande asshole. And then... No one's calling you an asshole. They are. Really? They're going to say, go fuck yourself, take your bag, and get the fuck out. That's what they say. Really? That's New York for you. What, do you go to Dick's Restaurant? There's a place like that in Florida. Dick's Restaurant. You ever heard about that place? <laughs> Absolutely. I frequent there a lot. <laughs> I love the specials. <laughs> oh. You know? What? What'd you do? We had two weeks off. What'd you do, Rock? Um, nothing. I didn't do any vacation. I just, my normal days working mm. and whatnot. Did you relax? Did you gather some thoughts for the radio program? Yeah, it was nice not having to rush home on a Monday night. <laughs> Have a dinner. One night a week. Yeah, that extra night was yeah. nice. Play some video games. Play know. video games? Yeah. 
What'd you do on your time off? I mean, this radio show is so fucking stressful. You can tell by the amount of alcohol Rock and I drink on it. It's so we're so stressed out every no, time. No, honestly, I mean, I wasn't on vacation. My 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 days hmm. were no. You're the one that left on vacation, and honestly, it kind of came to me as a like, oh shit, that's right, we're we're not doing the show. Yeah. Um. So I just yeah, I just fucking chilled out. Uh, drank some beers, ate some food. How was your uh, Thanksgiving? Because that's really oh, why I went on vacation. I turkey Parmesan for everybody. You had turkey hey. Parmesan, fucking. <laughs> In a strong house. <laughs> we can't have some turkey. Gabba gold in the canoles. Is that what you stuff the turkey with? Fucking pizza? <laughs> you sort of some dominoes and stuff it in there? I got the stuffing. Hey, Adam. <laughs> stuff it with some mozzarella. <laughs> Doorbell rings. Hey, here's the stuffing. Fucking Johnny with the... Uh, Johnny Boy with the fucking pizza. Imagine being at Thanksgiving with Johnny Boy. Are you kidding me? Oh, that'd be great. They don't, they don't fucking eat. They just drink. <laughs> they drink and go, what fucking bar are we going to? You say, hey, hey smoke it up, Johnny. <laughs> John, where's the turkey? Go fuck yourself. Here's a beer. You know what fucking Thanksgiving is at John from Staten Island's house? It's a fucking, they put a plate of cigarettes on the fucking table and go, smoke up, everybody. <laughs> We got to be at fucking Tommy's uh, Tavern at uh, in two hours. I was a wonderful. I had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, <clears throat> Seventeen people were there. Wow! At my parents' house, a lot of people. My mother's already saying next year not this many people. It's already. Uh, oh, really? It was already, like a big freaking. Melee. I thought it was great. I thought having a bunch of people there was a. Uh, the more the merrier. That's my logic with things. The more I, the merrier. Why well, I, I always hear those stories about people getting together. And, uh, you know, they always have those fights at Thanksgiving and, like, there's an argument or somebody says something awkward. That never happens at my Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, they, they never Like, my family's cool. Yeah. Like, they hang out. We all enjoy each other. Of course. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I never understood those drama. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm even the same with way. friends, like, uh, like, you know, friends don't ever come back with a story about, ah, my fucking aunt's a fucking cunt. You know, yeah. I, I never hear that. But it, it, apparently that happens some, at some places. I guess. We got to set up once, like, a friend's holiday. You know, like all us, like all us friends yeah, and whatnot. We're getting older, you know. We should do like be the, fun. It's fuck the parents, and we all just hang out ourselves. You don't have to be so abrasive about it. You could just kind of be like, yeah, that's a pretty good well, idea. Leave the, it at that. That should be the the in for the uh, friends Thanksgiving. Send yeah. the invite out. Fuck the parents. We're having Thanksgiving. No, you actually have to call your parents and say, "Fuck <laughs> you, I'm not coming to you. Thanksgiving. I'm going to hang out with my friends." <laughs> that would be funny. Say that to your freaking parents who are in their 60s and 70s. Say, hey, Ma, I know I've spent 30 years of Thanksgiving with you, but fuck yourself. I'm going to hang out with my friends. I do not curse in front of my parents. Ever. You, you do not? Ever. I think I slipped out once in a car, and it was just, like, quick, and I, like, felt bad about it. I'd really? Not. Yeah. And it wasn't even at them. It was because someone cut me off. Yeah, I only curse like in certain situations around my parents. You don't like casually have a conversation and say fucking no, no, no. I like other like if we're playing golf or something or doing some sort of activity or whatever, and it comes out, it comes out, but they don't really give a crap. I, don't I know like, they don't give up. I don't. Crap, I don't sure. like cursing in front of them. You yeah, know? I'd yeah. rather talk to them. I don't want to talk to them like I talk to the listeners here on the radio show. <laughs> like, hey, my fucking jacket went off. I'll be right back. You know. Hey, Ma, where's the fucking coffee? Hey, Ma, give me a fucking beer. A, I don't do that. What a visual. A <laughs> Hey, good, good. Gobble goo, Ma. <laughs> a boogalooga. Pass the fucking turkey, Ma. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't do that. No. But, uh, you know, 
Yeah, yeah. I don't like you know. My parents are nice. I respect my parents. I'm not gonna fucking right. drop bombs yeah, I can't, in front I can't. of them. I know. That's the thing. Like some people don't how to like. There, there are certain people out there that don't know how to interact in different situations. You know, when they're around different people. Right, of course. Like, when I'm with you, we drop the F-bomb, talk about chicks, whatever. Right. Whatever, you know, it's really, like, kind of just juvenile and stupid conversation. But if I'm sitting there with my father or something, or my father's hanging out with us, the conversation's different. We don't, we're not like, eh, yeah, dad, fuck, look at this fucking brother over here, you know? Right. But some there are some people, that, and I don't like those people. Like I don't like being around them. They don't know to change. When does somebody it make else you awkward? Like, it fucking freaks me out. It does make me awkward. I let people like just like throw out f bombs in the front of the. I'm like, oh god, just like weird. Like, like for example, Andrew, our buddy, right? Who? The the Andrew, well, he's no, not really our buddy. I don't know what he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But Andrew, for example. Yeah. Like, we're hanging out, and, you know, we always just, it's juvenile talk, it's funny, right. we're all trying to make each other laugh, but sure. occasionally, Rock and I will go out to dinner with Andrew, mm-hmm. and we'll be in a, you know, a nice restaurant where there's other people around, sure. and I don't curse at that point, mm-hmm. and neither does Rock, but Andrew will just go, eh, fucking this fuck. I think he actually gets more profane when it's a public place. He drops pussy, yeah. cunt, yeah. fucking, yeah. and I'm just like, dude, relax, yeah. In a restaurant yeah. and it gets louder he, yeah. yeah it's funny yeah it gets louder and it gets more common and it's almost like he wants the entire restaurant to know what the hell we're talking about because right. he'll drop the word radio right and, and advertising and i hate doing and that and i'm just i feel douchey and I'm just <laughs> right. like, so i just try to focus in on his hair and try to figure out what it is <laughs> And, and don't you know? Don't freaking pay attention to his conversation because it's very loud. It makes me awkward, and I hate people like that. But getting back to Thanksgiving, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, it's always a nice Thanksgiving with my family. Yeah, absolutely. See, maybe that's you know, just a a sign that Rock and I. This is why Rock and I are good people. Right, we're good people we're nice. because we we were raised by good people. Rachel has a thought. Maybe you could throw out there. Hey, mom, give me some fucking Soco slits. <laughs> Well, that's just a little bit much. Imagine that at the dinner table. Imagine, so- imagine you're at the... Uh, what an old reference, the SoCo bit. Imagine you're days. at Thanksgiving dinner and you just go, Hey, Aunt uh, so-and-so, uh, give me some fucking turkey slit. Imagine just breaking out the word slit. Yeah, at the Thanksgiving right. table. In the context that we mean it. Right. Gash. Poontang. Cunt. Oh God! Oh, that's that's just a cringy thing. Oh yeah. So yeah, so you had a nice time. You had I, I called you on Thanksgiving and asked if you had coyote because you know you're out in Arizona. Right? They have coyotes out there, Rock. That's how I was making a funny. I was making a Thanksgiving funny. Yeah, no, a lot of ham. Uh... Ham? You have turkey? We had turkey. I think turkey, turkey ham. I'm kind of done. Turkey ham. There's that's way a weird, more beer. A weird animal. The thing is, is that there's way more alcohol at my Thanksgiving dinners yeah. than actual food, and there's a tremendous amount of food. We had mm. we had the same. We had 17 people with us, wow. and there was tremendous amount of food, but way more alcohol. Nice. So I was it? trying to finish it all off. <laughs> we now is beers. Oh yeah, beers. You know yeah. everything. Coors Light, Stellas, oh. Budweiser, Bud Lights, Heinekens. Oh, wow. Coronas. Oh wow, that's see, yeah. Karen Sesh. And now there's kids involved. Like there's my brother has kids. So they're drinking. Yeah, they're all boozing up. And you gotta you gotta cut them off at some point because they're three, four years old. Right. They're just like, you know what? Because they gotta be responsible. Yeah, they get all rowdy. You just don't want them fucking puking. You know, they're like freshmen. 
They can't handle the liquor. <laughs> you gotta treat them like JV. <laughs> yeah. You gotta treat them like those kids fresh out of high school just got on campus. You know? Oh, Kim Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Thanksgiving's good, and now we're in the big... Uh, Oh, the, the holiday, the holiday rush. The big holiday rush. Did you do the Black Friday thing? Because no. I don't like leaving the house on Black Friday. I did that, la- well, because you're racist. Absolutely. <laughs> I always assume that Black Friday is when all the black people go right. to shop. Yeah, so you're like, I'm not going. I don't know. It makes sense to me. No. It's a logical uh, name for that type of uh, day. <sighs> did not do it this year. Did it last year. But no, I'm, oh, I you did like, it last year? Yeah, we talked about this on the show. I mean, it's been a year or so. There were people died. Like, it, it seems like people die every year. Over waffle fucking iron shits? Fuck you people out there. Somebody died over a waffle iron? I think iron? it was like a bad rush for like the waffle shits. I don't know. What's the latest waffle iron? Is it fucking... No, because it was like two ninety nine. So like two ninety nine. But honestly, stop. Somebody died over a two, two, uh, an yeah, item that was $2.99? Uh, Black Friday... Uh, Death. <laughs> Somebody died over an item that was two dollars and ninety nine cents. Uh, Obviously, I don't know. Two ninety nine. It was like maybe su- it was super cheap, but it was definitely down there. It was you know rock bottom. Imagine that's the. I mean, if you were that person who died, there it is. Uh, Black Friday Target shoppers step over Walter Vance as he collapses, dies. Was he trying to buy the wa- waffle iron? <laughs> Let me see. Oh, it's in West Virginia, of course. Of course it's in West Virginia. By the way, on a total side note, you fucking uh, Mountaineers, way to, way to go out, ba- barely winning games. They are so fucked when they go to the next conference. By the way, who's in the Orange Bowl this year? Oh, Jesus Christ. Because they, they're playing, barely playing above their competition. Who's in the Orange Bowl, motherfucker? Yeah, well, uh, Where's Rutgers, huh? the la- Oh, they're playing at the Pinstripe Bowl, bitch. They're playing right here at Yankee Stadium. Suckadick.com. Suckadick.com is sponsoring it? <laughs> Why isn't it called the Suckadick Bowl? No, they're going to be at Yankee Stadium. They're playing uh, Iowa State. <laughs> Iowa State. Wow, they're fucking... Oh, come on. That's a cool game. As as they even have helmets. Yeah, you might as well enjoy this Orange Bowl because last time the Mountaineers yeah, are going to be... I, no, you're right. I mean, going to, for the, uh, going to the Big 12, we have to play Texas and Oklahoma every year. You, you, you'd be lucky if you see a win, let alone a bowl. No, um, no I don't say it. But they were talking. There was, there was video. There was like some fucking iPhone video. People going crazy. I think it was Walmart. I wasn't Target, but there's oh, always a story about someone dying from these Black Friday shits. Well, I was just about Some to woman like did pepper spray on someone out in California. I was just about to say, if I was the guy who died at the Target over the waffle iron, and I knew that before I was when I was being born that that's how I was going to die. Would I actually want to live? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like he just got. I wonder if that guy was like you know was kind of conscious a little bit as he was going out. You know, seeing the the, the white light, and he's going, man, I fucking died over a waffle iron. Fuck. <laughs> you know, what an awful way to go. No, I, I, it's it's just. It's so scary how people are, the mad rushes. And you, you, you saw those videos as the gates open to the places and geez, people just diving in. Oh, yeah. To say, like, what, $25, $30? I mean, yeah, I'm sure there might be some crazy good. But, I mean, honestly, it's just shit. It's just stuff. Well, out there in Arizona, I was watching it. If they were giving away, like, fucking, I don't know, like, uh, a lung. <laughs> well, they were selling. I saw that out in Arizona. There was people camped out. At uh, Best Buy for two days. Fuck. And they get that. these little tags and stuff. It makes sure it keeps your place online. Right. And the guy, the first guy online, you know, the news had him on and they're like, oh, why are you here? And he's like, oh, I want to get a flat screen. And apparently the flat screen with 42 inch flat screen, the new fucking hip flat screen okay. was like 200 bucks. And I was like, you know what? That kind of makes sense to me. If you don't 
have the money to go and spend the regular price on that and you have the fucking time to chill out for two days and it's in Arizona, it's kind of warm, right. why not? I mean, it, it's kind of smart for that guy. And he looked like a kid that was like maybe 26 or something like that, you know? And now he's got the big fucking flat screen and he can uh, watch porn on it. It's fucking great. Two dollars, two days spent, boom. Porn perfect for him. But they're shitty TVs. They're not like, they're not getting like Samsung. Well, no, that's what it was. It was like a, it was like a Sony or something. It no, was cheap. It, it was just, a, it was some shitty. It was Joey, a Vizio? Joey's, Joey's TV. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're really? shit brands, man. You see people just like trucking out. I mean, that, that was like the surreal sight last last year when I did it. You know, you'll just see these people with shopping carts with fifty five inch televisions coming out, but yeah. they like fucking no name brand shits. Um, <laughs> no name brand shits. I love it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the Black Friday, man. Whatever. And now we're in fucking. Are you even in the Christmas mode yet? Mm-mm. Not even fucking into Please, it. Simon asked me the other day. He's like, "What are you doing for New Year's?" I'm like, "New Year's." Yeah, I was like, "Let me get by Christmas." Christ, I'm still like digesting turkey. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm not in this that- time of year. Flies by. That's why I can never enjoy the holidays. I never enjoy them because really? it's just like a fucking blur. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I don't think I really enjoy this holiday season. But you know, I'm just not in the mood. Yeah, like, there's too much other shit going on. Yeah, <laughs> I have too much. Like Christmas is like. Way on the uh, end of the list. Right, you gotta get those crunches in. Back on your schedule. Run, (laughs) jerking off is priority number one. (laughs) You know, it's hard to jerk off. Muscle milk, gotta go. Muscle milk, got a lot of shit going on. Muscle milk happening. A lot of shit going on. You know, I gotta play tolls and shit. (laughs) The fuck. Christmas? Christmas? Fuck it. Nowhere near that. Sharing gifts and doing good, kind things for other people. Are you kidding me? I'm all about the online shopping. I did a lot of that today, actually. Yeah, that's the way to go. Online shopping. Fuck it, you know. But no you got to do it early because it doesn't come, right? Because they get all jammed up. It's the biggest, busiest time of the year for the post office. Believe me, they no. Post office, no. UPS, FedEx. Or whatever, you know, all those places. They tell you the dates when you're getting shit. Yeah. Just make sure it says before December 25th, you're okay. I tell you what, that fucking UPS and that FedEx, man, those guys are fucking balls deep. They know how to run their shit. They're, put, they're putting the USPS, the United States Parcel Service, out of business. Slowly but surely. Whatever happened to DHL? They're still around. They're, they're more for like business shit. Oh, is that business? Yeah, they're still they're still pretty important, especially with worldwide shit. They're pretty big. But FedEx and UPS, uh, like locally, I mean, it's the way to go. Mm. What was it? I saw somewhere like the USPS lost like five billion last year. They lost. Yeah. Well, they don't have they don't have the ability. No one's sending mail anymore. They don't have the ability to. Uh, Deliver a package from New York to Los Angeles within the span of six hours. Yeah, right. I actually, they called, they actually called my office and they're like, uh, oh, you know, we noticed you're not using your postage meter as much. We wonder if there's any way you could help us. I said, sure. Can you get stuff next day for me? Yeah. And like, well, I was like, well, FedEx can. Yeah. You guys figure that out and then we'll talk. Buy about 8,000 more cargo trucks in some 747s so you can deliver my shit within two hours. Exactly. If if that's what UPS and FedEx do. Yeah. You go to any major airport, they have a whole entire terminal. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. These big-ass jets with big FedEx on the side. And if it wasn't for Netflix, I wonder where the post office would be. 
Because Netflix is, you know, using them. But imagine if that Netflix didn't exist on a uh, mail level. I mean, because that's tons of mail every day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Wow, we talked about a lot of things in one second. But we're not the type of show that just, like, strings out a conversation for oh, 40 minutes. That, you know? Like, we went through, like, 18 things. Get all the points, you know? People, some, some, we like to go through a variety of topics because our, our listeners, you know, some people are not into, like, FedEx talk. They're, they they kind of like to jerk it off and tell them mom to go fuck herself talk. So we right. get to that. We mix it all in like one big in. fucking mashed potato full of shit. <laughs> I would not want to eat that. Love the mashed potatoes, by the way. Mashed potatoes are great. Get caught. <laughs> Is that your go-to at Thanksgiving, the mashed potatoes? That's what I said. My mom handed me mashed potatoes. <laughs> mashed Thanks for the mashed potatoes, mom. Makes my dick hot. I'm all about the stuffing. Mm. It's good stuff. Of course you are. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say <laughs> that. That was an easy one. Puts pizza in a turkey. <laughs> I hate it. I'd rather put pizza in the turkey. Imagine having pizza in a turkey. Yeah, that sounds pretty tasty. <laughs> Make it like a big turkey stromboli. I want to try like beer can turkey. That'd be good. I heard you can cook uh, turkey and beer. Yeah. Or you could, or turducken. We'd love to try a turducken. What's turducken? Or deep fried turkey. Deep fried turkey is delicious. See, turkey on its set by itself doesn't have a lot of flavor. Mm. But it's, it all depends on the way you use it and how you cook it. Uh, deep fried turkey is awesome. Yeah. Luna Tangent Radio. That's what cool teachers say. You know what uh, we should do, though, is, is uh, rock. We should go through the top 10 oh, no. country songs uh, current. Because when I, was out, current. when I was out in Arizona, I'm driving through mountainous areas in Arizona. It's beautiful out there. It's very, very country. Sure. Right? So I'm like, I'm not going to fucking listen to rap music and hard rock. I'm going to listen to the country stations when I'm driving in the car. And that's what I did the whole time. For two weeks, I was listening to country music. And some of the songs I'm laughing at, because they're ridiculous. And some of them I'm actually kind of digging. It's like country music is great because it's so simple. And it sometimes it doesn't... Oh, so you can understand that yeah, what's going on. It's so simple. It's like you can listen to a country song and go, holy shit, I probably could have wrote this song better. It's like music by numbers. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe this guy's selling out 60,000 seat venues to do the uh, I'm drinking beer song. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And every song's about like... I mean, I could rock and I could a chick, a car, yeah, hanging out at the bar. But it's pretty much it. It always starts off like I woke up on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's fucking awesome. They are they are one trick ponies for years. But I listen to like the um, I don't know the Z100 for country music oh, out geez, there. Yeah, they just plays all the latest hits. And I think we should. I'm sure it's going to play the top. They play the top ten in country. We should go and listen to that and comment on some of the songs because it's fucking great. Oh my gosh, sure, it's great. All right, let's do a break. We'll come back. Uh, yeah, we're back, people. So uh, stick around. Back more lunaticradio.com show right after these words. Hi, this is Jenny Blowjob, and you're listening to lunaticradio.com. And in the spirit of the Christmas holiday season, go out and suck a cock. Just anybody's cock. As long as it's a hard cock and you could get it in your mouth, just suck away. Men, women, it doesn't matter. Because, hey, it's Christmas, and everybody deserves a good dick sucking. Thank you very much for your time. Have a nice day. Oh, by golly, have a holly jolly Christmas this year. 
from Canada. One of our listeners has a paintball gun. She's in her house. She has a stepfather named Wayne. She's going to shoot Wayne in the midsection with a paintball gun. But he's got to get on camera. It what doesn't matter see? if he's on camera. I'm going to hear the guy screaming in pain in one second, so who cares? Right. I'm just moving the camera now. Oh, she's good. Just see if you guys can see him. We're on the radio, Rock. you got to remember that. I know, but there's a live chat room. Yeah, who cares? Wayne, I'm ready. Wayne, get over there. You better survive this, you motherfucker. Yeah, Wayne, this is live radio. Wait, keep up. This is Rocket, right? You better have balls made of steel. Is this Rocket or Karen? Or Karen? It, Karen. Whatever. Hi, Karen. <laughs> yeah, it's me. Hi. Karen said you better survive, you motherfucker. <laughs> Mr. Motherfucker. Mr. Motherfucker. All right, where's Wayne? He's, he's slacking here. We is got he ready? Come on. We have yeah. uh, radio bits to do. He's putting the mask on. Okay, but the, don't shoot him in the face. No face. No, he's just taking safety precautions. That's fine. Just have to make that clear. No face. No face. And you be like a pretty good distance away from him, man. I want the guy to survive this. No, no, get it close. I want to hear him scream. All right, Tamara from Canada. You people in Canada are crazy. I love, I'm going to Canada. You know, you should move to a place that has nice weather so you can get the fuck outside. Do some shit. See some trees. Do they have trees in Canada? Yes, they have trees. Yes, they do. What an idiotic question. All right, the maple leaf. Hey, look at you. I'm just aiming it now. Okay. Right. Let us know. Let us know when you're prepared and Wayne's all ready to go and we'll shut up. Okay. Are you ready, Wayne? Hey, Tamara. Tamara. Uh, Tamara, give Wayne the phone yeah. if you can. Can you give Wayne the phone? Give Wayne the phone. Sure. There we go. Hey, Wayne. <laughs> hey, Wayne. You're just fucking nuts. Hey, hey Wayne, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, are you ready? Are you ready to get shot? Oh, I just got shot. You did? All right, hold on. Wait, wait, you gotta do it. You one gotta time. do it again. That just was one more time. So anticlimactic. Very long. All right, let us know what's going on because yeah. we we can't really uh, understand with the uh, yeah. sound. Yeah, Wayne. You, Wayne, you hold the ca you hold the phone, and you tell you tell Tamara to shoot, and then we'll just listen. Okay. She had pressure turned way down on her gun. Okay. So when she's ready to say, you say sh you know, shoot or something. Well, you mean I gotta go through this again? One more time. Yeah, we didn't hear it. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody, be quiet. Here we go. I'm uh, I'm putting this mask on because uh, that's fine. I might need my eyes. That's fine. Let, <laughs> let us know when she's shooting. Ready? Okay, she's going to shoot. Okay. <laughs> that was awesome. Wayne is I, the Luna Chick of the Year. Uh, are you alive, Wayne? Where'd that get you? <laughs> yeah. Who <laughs> she missed? Did you get you in the balls? Where'd you get you? That one. Oh, she's not getting shot. That's enough. All right, tell it, tell it to unload. Unload, Tamara. Unload. Unload. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm alive. You <laughs> listen to the speaker. Put the plug in that barrel. You think you heard the unload? They're gonna hear the unload in a second. She's learning. Tamara, just start firing. Take no prison. He's a terrorist. Gun is down. Oh, good. I'll hand the phone to Tamara. Okay, there you go. Thank you, Wayne. You're a true sport. You are. Thank you, Wayne. 
Hey, Tamara. All right, so Tamara, where'd you where'd you hit him? Where'd I hit you, eh? I started at the neck and kept going down. I, I started at the neck and kept going down. Huh. All right. Thanks for listening but to us. No face. This is, hang on. Come here. So they know what you're wearing. So they, he was wearing safety. He was wearing a face mask? He was wearing a mask and he was wearing a, a padded coat and coveralls. All right. Congratulations. You are a fine family. I love you guys. Wayne. We love you too. They're showing off the mask. All right, Tamara, thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Wayne. I'm pointing to where I got him. Uh, she got him in the chest, one in the neck, and then she got him, I think, in the midsection. And I got him in the nuts. You got him in the nuts. You're the best, Tamara. All right, Tamara. Take care of yourself. Okay. Thanks. Bye bye. All right, there's Tamara from Canada. Shot her stepfather in the nuts and in the neck and in the chest with a paintball gun. That actually cost you money because we called her, but it was like point oh two cents a minute. So, but just letting you know. Thanks, Rock. Put that on the budget. <laughs> yeah. So how much are you in the red? <laughs> <laughs> Negative ten thousand dollars. Now we're screwed. Lunaticradio.com show. And now back to the show. LunaticRadio.com What up, everybody? LR Show Merry Christmas, everybody December 7th, Rock How many days left till uh, Christmas? Less than 20. 18. 18 days left till Christmas, everybody. Hope you're all getting prepared. Chris Kringle's going to be flying over. Awesome. Gotta love Christmas. You doing a Christmas show this year, Rock? No, because it's on. <laughs> it's not on a Monday. You mean like before it? Yeah. Like oh, the, yeah. Before. What day would that fall on? Uh, I don't know. It's our Christmas oh, show. The last, the, the last show before this, the 18th. Wow, 19th rather. So it's an entire like week because it falls on a Sunday this year, I guess. So we're doing the Christmas show on the 19th. You go, what, what, what do we do? That's, that's on, I forget what we used to do. I think we used to just get lots of beer. And, that's what we did in recent years, right? Yeah. <laughs> just go. Oh, we're celebrating Christmas. Well, you. I think you went away the, last year. Early? I, th- no, I think you were out in Arizona for the Christmas. Mm. We uh, did do a Christmas show at some point. I know we did. We what had do we to do for Christmas shows. That's what we do. We play like Christmas music and drink. I remember somehow people uh, find it entertaining. I remember you used to do a show out in uh, Northport and you put the little Christmas lights up and the little tree. <laughs> I used to make a festive, put a little tree out. You know, make it. You know, get in the Christmas mood in the uh, studio. I miss those days with the giant CRT. Can monitors. you at least put a Christmas tree on one of the monitors in this fucking joint <laughs> so I know it's like December? Because right now it feels like it's, uh, you know, any other day. This is a joyous uh, month, especially here in New York. New York is probably the best place to ever be during the month of December because yeah. it's it's so festive. Everybody's, the whole city's decked out in colors and people are actually, you know, Christmas shopping. I mean, it's everything. Everything yeah. goes on here in, in New York when it comes around Christmas time and New Year's. Mm-hmm. This New is like Year's. New York's big month, you know. 
For sure. Yeah. So I was out in Arizona for two weeks, and I was listening to country music. Oh, right. I love the country. I don't love it, but I I just see I can't like listen to uh, you know NWA or something when I'm rolling through the desert mountains. What about Roxanne? Or rock, I can't listen to rap music. So I was getting into some of this country music on uh, I think it's a Camel One Hundred Two FM. Uh, you know they, they play the. Um, that's, I guess that's a country the station. Camel? Camel. They call it the Camel. Camel 102. Oh, because you're in the desert. Right. You know? <sighs> Camel's the closest thing to a horse in, the, horse in the desert, I guess. I don't know. I actually went to a bar up in uh, northern Arizona. Okay. Where a actual western film was, uh, you know, took place. Oh, really? It actually took place in the bar. An old western film. Yeah, like, some with the... Uh, what the fuck the guy? John Wayne? No, not John Wayne. Steve McQueen, maybe? Steve McQueen, okay. Yeah. They had a whole thing and they had like all the uh they had some props there from the from the movie hmm. and stuff. Like actual old what it was at an actual bar from like I mean I think it was built in like the eighteen hundreds or something like that. Wow. And it actually in the dining room area, it had a staircase up to two rooms. Which used to be two rooms for hookers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And they had to actually, it was act, it was actual. It wasn't, it wasn't like a prop or anything. Wow. It was actual back in the way back in the day. That's where you went when you're drinking at the bar and you wanted to pay a little service for some the broads up in the two rooms. It was actually two hookers hmm. who would, you know, sit in those rooms and you would pay your money and go wow. back. Wow. So I got to imagine like a Thirsty Thursdays back in the day at that bar, those broads got banged a lot. Wow. You wouldn't want you wouldn't want to be going into uh, you know Gertrude's fucking room to get a little dick sucking or you know pussy banging at fucking two thirty in the morning because you got to imagine the crowd's been there already. She's you know been, what I mean? Like, used and abused. She's got to be tired. What uh? What are they? What are the rooms now used for? Like what is their uh- nothing? They're just it, it was. It's like a. It's weird. It's weird the way they, they actually they made it. It's like a, they don't use it for anything. Hmm. It's just f- hooker rooms. They still are hooker they rooms. It's called hooker rooms. They're hooker rooms, but you know they're, they're not used for anything. They, it's like it's like a landmark. Wow. Okay. Like a historical site. Yeah. The whole bar was like a landmark. Wow. It was called the Palace. Okay. And it, it, the whole bar is like a landmark, but they, you know they still op- operational and all that stuff. They sure. serve the Coors Lights and all that stuff. Of it was really neat being in there. I like I, I can't remember ever being in a place like that that was that cool and that old and so much cool shit happened there. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you, I don't get. I don't know. You don't really get that here on the East Coast. No, in, in New York. Well, at least not in yeah, New York. It's hard to find places. There, there's places like in Boston that have some historical. I was watching a show recently, and there's some historical bars. Mm. Um, but yeah, New York, it's kind of hard to. But find nothing like research. that goes back to the cowboy era. No, no, definitely not the cowboy. When dudes are rolling, there wasn't in. too many cowboys in the New York area. Yeah, when yeah, when dudes are rolling in on horses and and yada yada. And I mean, that's that's cool shit. Like I've never been to a place like that. Northern Arizona is actually my favorite part of Arizona because it's like very, it's very country and it snows and it's hot. It's weird. It's just a weird area because the elevation is, it changes like dramatically from wherever you are. Sure. And all the, the forest out there, it looks fake. It looks manicured. It looks like they had a landscaping crew come through and manicure everything because it looks beautiful. Like wherever you go. There's not like shrub trees. They're all huge, tall trees. I love it. Everything's like just like a photo yeah. it's like landscape. Real, it's like real cowboy. 
territory. You know what I mean? It, it gives you that vibe when you when you roll up to Flagstaff or or Prescott or wherever the hell those northern towns are. You, you get that vibe even in this day that it's old. It's weird. Hmm. I don't know. Whatever. But anyway, I was listening to country music. And here's my favorite country song that I heard on uh-huh. Camel 102. I've been singing it all day uh, before the show. It's called, uh, it's by Billy Currington. Okay. And the song title is. Oh, boy. It's not going to leave you in suspense, Rock. Oh, no. What is the it? song title is Pretty Good at Drinking Beer. Oh, here yeah, we right go. to the point. It's from YouTube. <laughs> Give it a shot, Rob. Yeehaw! I wasn't born for digging deep holes. I'm not made for paving long roads. I ain't cut out to climb highline poles, but I'm pretty good drinking beer. I'm not. See what I mean? Wow. Simple fucking songs. Not gloating or anything. And I like these rapper guys talking about the rims and the Gucci they're wearing. But he's being simple. He's like, you know what? I'm a lazy fuck. You know what I'm good at? Drinking beer. I, honestly, I'm already bored with this song. It's awful. Give it another one. To work in a bank. It sounds I'm lazy. No good slapping on pain. Don't have a knack for making motors crank. No. But I'm pretty good at drinking beer. Rachel nailed it. Are we really doing this again? Every time Kira goes to AZ in December, we got to have a, a country song. Oh, really? That. Apparently we do it, and I think she's right. Oh, you might be right. Rachel's never wrong, so it has to be true. God, you guys listen to the show better than I do. No, she's just never wrong. She could just make up something right now. Two plus two equals five, and it's just the fact is that she's not wrong. I have to listen to country. Okay, you know, it's my time of the year, I guess. Yeah. To get is- recapped on what's going on in the world of country music. It's I hate it. There is nothing good about country music. Well, yeah, because it's not deep shit. Like, they have a song, and it was last year, I believe, this song was hit. Uh, the, a hit one. It was uh, Shift Work. <laughs> it was by that guy that wears a cowboy hat, which could be any of them. Uh, I don't know, it was Toby Keith or sure. Trent something. Yeah. Or I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Dirk's Bentley. I don't know who the fuck these guys are. But, uh, yeah, the guy's like, you know, he sings a song about shift work, but he's actually, it's a, it's a metaphor for shit work because he hates his job. And it's just shift work, and he call you know, yeah, but fuck that shit. You no, wanna, it's not. It's not that it's give not. Me, give me. Like, it's not that it's not deep. That get, it's just it sounds just it sounds lazy. Like is he singing? It's lazy. There are you know they, they do the um oh fuck what the hell is what do you love Taylor Swift? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, all about her. The TS because they play the shit out of Taylor Swift. The uh who is it? The Monday Night Football guys. Those those wet those those country guys. They're kind of like country rock, uh, country rock guys. Yeah, I'm talking big and big and cash cash and easy. <laughs> Someone help me. <laughs> big rich and big and rich. Is that what Stevie. they are? Is that what they are? Oh wait, I think there's a big and rich. Is that what they are? They sound like they have something going on. Something Doesn't big and rich have a black guy in it? Big and rich. Maybe let me see. Big and rich. You I know kinda, what the, they seem like that they seem like fun. Are uh, you gonna play me some big and rich? Save, uh, save a horse. Is that the name of the song? Yeah, let's see what this is about. I, I never heard this song before, but I'm giving him a chance to uh, prove. Do you have the the, the uh, yeah. track up? <laughs> big and oh wait, it's it's a, it's yeah. a commercial first. Um, yeah, you, you, is it Monday night or is it Sunday night? The NBC game. That's Sunday night. No, no, I know, but I don't know which one that they do the intro for. I think they took over. 
to do the no, Monday doesn't, doesn't that, uh, Oh, no! They do the college! That's how I know them. They do the college. They start the college game day shit. <laughs> I threw you for a loop. Yeah, they start the college game day shit. That's how I've seen them. Big and rich. Big and rich. And they they have, they have a midget, too, part of their crew. So I was like, oh, here, here we go. This is a country song. Here, here, give it a chance. It's not deep, Kieran. None of them are. These guys have got whores in their videos. Tell you something's going on with this song. There's a black guy in it. Yeah. There's a banjo in it. Well, yeah. Well, I walk into the room. Passing out hundred dollar bills and it kills and it thrills like the horns on my Silverado grill. And I buy the bar double round of crown. At least something's going on in the song. In this town. Ain't never gonna be the same. Cause I saddle up my horse and I ride into the God, I love country music. Every time you go to Earth, you know what's Pause it for a second. Every time you fucking go. But what's great about country music is that they can do any style they want to, but if they hit the references to the you know the things that are hip with hit with country guys. Yeah, it's good. Like the 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 the, the Silverado grill reference. Oh, that, that you you connect with that saddling line? on the horse. No, I'm just saying every song has to either have a banjo in it. That has some sort of thing that that resonates with the country guy. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, right. Yeah, absolutely. In every song's like yeah. that. On every album by every artist. Right. My old pickup truck. That's what's so funny about country music is they never really deviate from the path of country music. You it's like I mean? a Mad Libs and they're just filling the, the specific it really is. to make them different. They have a preset list for just certain words that they change up. Like, yeah, when like Sony Music comes to Kobe Keith and says, here's your, hey, write something for your new album, here's some Mad Libs. <laughs> and he just fills them in and there's his next album. <laughs> it's all the country themes. Right, here we go. Lunatic Radio Show 111.09. Arizona Vacation Kieran's Love for Country Music. <laughs> really? I do this every year? Motherfucker. But I think, see, I mean, I, I don't know. Again, I'm not like a big fan of it, but I've had to. They're tolerable. You hear another one by Big and Rich? Oh, please. I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm cringing with the anticipation here. I don't know. I just figured, I don't know. They're tolerable. That's all I'm saying. Is there. Oh, here's the song that they do uh, for uh, the college football that they open it up with. Slap in the face to country music with all that rock and roll. <laughs> Fucking stereotype. It's a big intro. These motherfuckers make their money, though, man. I'm telling you. We're gonna sing a country song, Karen. Is this doing anything for you? What happened? I thought you were all about the country. What happened? What happened to you? You know what? Camel 102 didn't play these guys. Well, well then, they must be about the old school and the uh, the simplified country. No, they played the modern shit. What do you know? How do you know? I don't know anything, Rock. I, I'm telling you, I don't know anything about country music. They play Kenny Rogers. Now, that's country. I'm actually just telling you that 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 country music is very simple, and it's funny because they don't. It's so simple. 
That's what's funny. It's actually kind of, it's not enjoyable to me. I think maybe some of the older stuff, like, uh, who's the fucking guy that died? Yeah, the fucking guy, you know. Who died? Uh, you know, the, the old guy who died. He died a while back. The older, what I'm saying is the older country musics. That's the, that's the good shit. And the old southern rock, that's the good shit. I don't know what the hell these new guys are doing. But country so- rock. Country pop rock. I don't know what these guys are doing. They're doing something. There's no soul or feeling. Oh, listen to you. Shut up. There's, There's nothing no rock. Soul. Shut up with you. But I are. enjoy it. As much as I knock it, I enjoy it. Especially in a, uh, a country environment. You know what I mean? No, you make no sense. Top, uh, let's see, country's top 100. I'm making perfect sense. It's like, uh, you know, completing the atmosphere. You know, when you, when you have the Christmas tree up in the living room, you got the, uh, you got the fireplace decked out with the stockings. You're not listening to fucking, uh, corn, right? I don't, I You're don't, listening I don't. to Christmas music by Frank Sinatra or somebody like that. All right. Some old school shit. When you're driving in the country, you're seeing cowboys and mountains, you're listening to country music. That's what I was doing. I was fulfilling the atmosphere with the song. I wasn't wearing a cowboy hat or anything. You you were, I bet you were spitting. I was dipping. Got my tobacco. <laughs> Did you finish the grinds yet? The uh, grinds yeah. coffee yet? Yeah. Awesome. I tried to actually make some coffee with it. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> but I should have. After use. Yeah. Actually, one of our listeners uh, chimed in on our Twitter, said they bought some of those based off our radio show, Rock. Oh, that's cool. So you should email the guys at Grind and said, you know, give me a, a penny at least. Yeah. Insane Border. Uh, I mentioned Johnny Cash. Oh, of course you can't play those. Yeah, Johnny Cash. That's what that's I That's mean. a great. Con- Johnny Cash is a shit. You can't go wrong with Johnny Cash. Now, that was back in the day when country music was the fucking shit. The guy had something to say, Johnny Cash. It's something to say. These guys are talking about uh, we're coming to your city. Whiskey River by Willie Nelson and, and and Toby Keith. The motherfuckers just like yo boy. He just want he just sings songs about Afghanistan Whiskey and how America's the shit. Willie, Willie. That's that's country music to me. I think we've done this segment eight times, by the way. Yeah. I think I think the brought in the chat room's right. Brought <laughs> Rachel, Rachel in the chat room. The only woman that listens to the show. The least you can do is she's right. She totally is. Rachel, she's from Canada too, right? Oh, you know what? There, you know what I want to see. Uh, what is it? Uh, Come in to your city. This is this is my favorite country song. Cannibal Run theme? Damn right. Jesus Christ. I've never heard... Wait, this is it. This is the theme song to Black Lust. (laughs) And that beautiful uh, 1983 porno. Where is it? It's all interracial. I remember having it. Is it the combo? Yeah, this is is our... Whatever. (laughs) I'm like killing it. Oh, uh, remember the CDs? <laughs> Why can't I get this song? I want to hear the cannibal song. Oh, man. CB radios with this shit. What's <laughs> It's so weird. <laughs> they were actually. I actually had one for many years in my car so I could talk with the truck drivers on my way to work. I was yeah. such an asshole. Everybody wanted to know what the truck drivers were doing back in the 70s. <laughs> 
If you drove a Bronco back in the early 80s, late 70s, you had a CB radio because you needed to be cool. It was like having the big speakers in the back of your uh, your IROC in the early 90s. This is a Cannibal Run theme? This is your no. favorite country song? No, I, it's just funny. Uh, God, you, know, you ever heard that song? I, I used to love Cannibal song. Run. Can't seem to find. I don't make good movies anymore. I love that movie. Burt Reynolds is great in that. Yeah, I'm Deluise. Come on, it's a classic. Why can't I find this song on uh, the old internet? YouTube doesn't even have the Cannibal Run theme. That's awful. Come in to your city. That's not how it goes. I'm traveling down the mountain in my Bronco. My bro left me. Last Tuesday. That's not it either. Cannibal Run, right? The movie, right? You saw it. Burt mm. Reynolds. Why is this so difficult? To find? By the way, Lindsay Lohan's going to be in Playboy, and apparently the cover for the Playboy issue that she's going to be in was released. Oh! Do you have any motivation to see that pictorial rock? No, not really. Yeah, I'm not into it either. Seeing Not girls who are cracked out. Has the pictures been released yet? Naked. I'm sure they're somewhere on the internet, but according to Gawker and what will Tyler Durden do, the cover was at least released and she did. I mean, she, it looks, she looks like Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan's very skinny. She's got big boobs, but she's very freckly and she's cracked out. I don't think anybody's attracted to Lindsay Lohan anymore because she's cracked out. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's, there's nothing about it. I can't believe I can't find this fucking theme song. Do you know what I'm talking about? You know the song I'm talking about? You have any idea what I'm talking no. about? No. Oh, you know what I should do? I should probably find the fucking movie. It'll probably be the easiest thing to do. You know? Girls- I love the internet now because you can just find fucking movies on the internet. You don't have to fucking. Uh, whatchamacallit? You don't have to like torn them anymore. You just, just get a fucking movie. Man, Lindsay Lohan's fucking career really fell off the map, man. That's a damn shame, too, man. She was actually kind of talented. You think? No. Well, well, she's she, a smart girl, at least. What was she talking What, the love bug? What, was that I don't her, know. She made some, that was her claim to fame. Well, she was the it girl. She seemed kind of smart when she was making those uh, those movies with Tina Fey. Whatever that movie. That, Tina Fey? What yeah. movie did she do with Tina Fey? It was the one she was in high school or something. Mean Girls. That was good. I never saw that. That was pretty good. And she seemed like the girl that was like going to go from that movie to the next, uh, you know, she's going to be making shit and being up for Oscars and stuff. That's where she was supposed to go. But apparently she found some crack rock on the way. Got all derailed. No idea. Guys dig the uh, girls who, uh, you know, are at the party and you see some hot chick and she's like, oh, yeah, I'll try some uh, Coke. The guy will give it to you because he wants to get you in bed. But once you get addicted to that Coke or any other substance and you become um, a substance abuser, eh, everybody <laughs> starts losing attraction. Gonna watch it with the drugs, men and female, man. It's crazy. What do you say when there are no Make you age quick. Is this it? Yeah, that's it. Feel a song that's never Do 
This is it. What movie am I thinking of that was Burt Reynolds? It was a Cannibal Run 2 that had a different... No, no, that he was uh, with the truck. Oh, you're thinking of um, uh, Smokey and the Bandit? Smokey and the Bandit! Fuck this Cannibal Run. I don't remember the theme song of Smokey and the Bandit. That was the bit. Smoking the Bandit was the big Breaker Breaker One Nine CB radio movie. <laughs> that movie, pretty yeah, much, that's right. They kept on calling his it, people to. He oh drove the God. Firebird. That's the one I was. Why I didn't realize Cannibal Run also had Dom DeLuise. I'm sorry about that, people. Cannibal Run had everybody. Fuck Cannibal Run. I'm all Dean, about Smoking the Bandit. Smoking the Bandit is my movie. Dean Martin was in the. Uh, Cannibal Run. Oh. He was. Yeah, Dean, Dean Martin, Martin and Sammy Davis Jr. They were both. Yeah, I remember Cannibal Sammy was being in it. Really? Yeah, wow. Dean Martin was all liquored up too. <laughs> I'm totally covered. I was completely I, was, I don't know why I was thinking of Cannibal Run It's like that. The song just didn't seem right It's the fucking uh... Here we go Now we're talking Finally He's found it out it up and took it Are we gonna do what they say can't be done That's country We've got a long way to go And a short time to get yeah. there I'm East Pound Just like no bandit run that's good. That's the shit. Yeah, that's the shit. That was totally not worth all that effort. <laughs> you know what? You know what's good about this song too? What's that? Did you notice it's a happy song? It is. All these new uh, country songs, are they, if they're not gloating about themselves, they're all about my girlfriend ditched me and my job sucks. <laughs> that's what they're all about. I think people in general are just getting more depressed as the times go on. Matt Moore on Facebook saying, don't let rock bust your balls. Country is pretty decent. That's not really That's not really standing up for country. It's pretty decent. Yeah. That's like saying Tucson's a nice city. Yeah, it's, uh, I was going to say, it's like calling a painting. It's nice. Oh, by the way, pause it for a sec, Rock. I met up with uh, a couple listeners. Oh really? Over the day, I met up with Two Stone Mike. Did and you have guy- sex with any of them? No, no, no. I met up with Two Stone Mike and uh, the guy that used to email me shit pictures. John? John was out in Arizona? No, no, not John. There's some other guy. I don't even oh. know. He actually forgot his name, and I actually shared a table with him, and we had some drinks together, and I forgot his name totally. Wow. But completely normal people. Like uh, Two Stone okay. Mike had nothing. What you think he looks like? I met him before, but he looks. He's like a studious kid. And so was the other guy who sent me email like uh, shit pictures all the time in my email. That's all he did. These people are normal. Why would you think they're not? No, it's just like, but you get that persona from hearing Tucson Mike on the Drunkle Hotline for the years, just like uh, smoking in the backyard. You would think he looked like a guy straight out of uh, Slipknot or something. You know what I mean? But he's not. He's just a noise. <laughs> you need to get out more. No, I, I, I'm, I'm just saying. You, you. I'm sure people have like that haven't seen us yet have some sort of idea or image of what we look like mm. in their head. But when they see us, we're like, uh, uh, they don't look like that. But they do know because of the video, so they know exactly what we look like. We have no I'm idea. I'm just what saying, people that maybe have maybe haven't seen, seen the video. Right. I see. Okay, you know what I mean. When so it's too so Mike too stone. No, he's, I don't think he smokes herb anymore. Oh, man. He loves Asian chicks, though. Jesus Christ. Really? Just nothing about it. Is that girl still with him? Remember when he called in a couple weeks ago and he had the girl that it was annoying? She no, was apparently there? he's bagging that one. He's on to something else. Okay. Well, the that's good. Then he, annoying. you know, at least he took care of that mess, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. But, we were, you know, we, there was a couple of nights where we ran into some girls over there at the bar we were at. And, uh... Mike would always uh, Two Stone Mike would always say Oh I'm from Tucson And every girl was like Eh I've been there 
So Tucson's not that hip when you're in Arizona. Tucson's right? not. No, Tucson's like uh, the Buffalo of Arizona. Oof. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be spreading you that around. You don't want to be in Tucson. Not a nice place. Wow. All right, we'll do a break. We'll come back. So that was it? That's all you did? You went to a bar with him and that was it? Yeah, yeah that was it. No reach-arounds for him? No, like, uh, here no, you go? Dude, for being a listener? the guy with a couple drinks. He, he wanted to hang out. Well, you know, one thing leads to another. You can You never know. No, no. Did you do a monkey boy for him at no, least? I didn't do any monkey boys. Oh, poor guy. He got chipped out of a good deal with you. What are you talking about? You forget, you know, you give him a show. I'm not fucking putting you're, on a you're, show. You're a clown. You're like a court jester for I him. do the radio show, and then they go home, and I'm nice. You should have, like, started talking into, like, your beer bottle. Be like, here, I can do a show for you on the spot. Ha, <laughs> huh, here. Welcome to the LunaticRadio.com show, huh? You do that? Why not? Trunkle yeah. Hotline. Get it? He would have loved it. He'd clapping for you. He likes the show, though. He's like, don't ever stop, man. I'm like, I get it. I'm fucking, I get it. We're like your friends. I know. Make it sound like it's a bad thing. I know. It's just, I don't like just, it's an I'm, issue. I'm just busting balls. I enjoy that he loves the show. I wish I had a million of them. True. Kid loves the show. Fucking can't get enough of it. He loves it. I, he knows more about what we've done the past year than I have. Yeah. Isn't that weird how that happens? Yeah. And he's like, I want to meet Rocket. I'm like, Rocket's crazy. He's like, I want to meet him. Crazy? Something crazy like, about Rocket's me. loud. He's like, "How is Rocket?" I'm like, "Rocket's loud." I love the way you explain me. It's it's so not correct. It's just you just generalized. My to the only worst impression level. of Rocket over ten years. That's what I sound like. I sound like the Tasmanian Devil. That's all I am. <laughs> yeah, to you. yeah, you're like the Tasmanian Devil when I explain you to people. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> just rolling up in a little tornado. That's yeah, me and Harry <laughs> and I'm Harry. <laughs> It all makes sense. Fur balls and <laughs> shit flying all over the place. Right. That's me. It's me in a nutshell. <sighs> Wonderful. All right. Taking a break. Coming back. We'll lunaticradio.com. Sure. After this. Miss some of the live show? Be sure to check us out on iTunes and download the show located in the podcast directory under comedy. That's Lunatic Radio, iTunes, podcast, comedy category. Because we're f- <laughs> That's lunaticradio.com forward slash iTunes to download the show. Uh, here is uh, old school BMF. Hey. Hello. Karen. Rocket. This is old school BMF, which stands for what, Karen? Bad motherfucker. There you go. That's right. Bad motherfucker. Right. Anyway, hey, at work, we named my fish. That I have on my desk. Fish? Fat Kev. So he's a part of our department. Wow. He even has his own ID badge. Fat Kev's got a fish named after Fat Kev's a little fishy. I'm a guppy. Fat Kev. Fat Kev fish. Fat Kev We actually, we keep him in a beer aquarium. Just fill it with beer. <laughs> Bud Light. Fat Kev fish went very good. <laughs> 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 Fat Kev fish. <laughs> Fat Kev doing me backstroke, dude. Fat Kev needs another feeding. <laughs> what up with that, bad motherfucker? What happened to the diver in the bottom of Fat Kev's fishbowl? Fat Kev's tank needs to be cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the fish speaks in third person? <laughs> Fat Kev fish. Fat Kev. <laughs> Fat Kev fish. <laughs> That's so dumb. 
<laughs> hey, I wonder if it's a blowfish Because I just I think it's my brother As a blowfish Fat Kev swimming through the castle <laughs> Fat Kevfish <laughs> likes hanging in the castle dude. <laughs> Fat Kev spends Mondays by the seaweed <laughs> Tuesdays by the rocks <laughs> Fat Kev weekends at the top of the tank <laughs> <laughs> Fat Catfish thinks the clownfish is pretty hot, dude. <laughs> Fat Catfish just thinks he's got a chance, dude. <laughs> Fat Kev don't like that catfish. We're gonna go fuck him up. Fat Kev. Three fish pellets deep. <laughs> Fat Kev needs some coarse light fish food. Three fish pellets. Snorting all over the place. Hi, everybody. We're on Twitter. We sure are. Twitter.com slash lunatic radio. Lunatic radio. You know what, Rock? I love that Twitter thing. What did you say? Yes. Twitter.com slash lunatic radio. So if you want to know when the radio show is broadcasting. Oh, the Rocket Radio Hour. Twitter.com slash lunatic radio. Hey. What? Twitter.com slash lunatic radio. Lunatic radio is the name of the show. It is. Twitter.com slash lunatic radio. See how convenient that is? See what we do for you? Practically nothing. Right. Twitter.com slash lunatic radio. Go check it out, fuckos. It's lunaticradio.com. And now back to the lunaticradio.com show. We suck. Seems like yesterday. Just knock Bob Seeger. Can't. How do you knock Bob Seeger? Seeger does nothing for me. Seeger could suck a dick. Dude, I haven't heard this song when I was out in Arizona. This song just popped on the radio. And I was like, fuck, man, I forget this song. It was a great song. Bob Seeger, dude. Oh, you did that turn the page? I don't remember that. Fuck him. Seeger and his melancholy bullshit. I love Bob Seger. Anyway, it's lunaticradio.com show. Kier Rock hanging out with you. I'm not Jewish. I don't know why John's thinking I'm Jewish. He's Italian. He's going to be 
constantly. Bob Siegel. Yes, Bob Siegeling. That's what you do when you listen to his song, Siegel. Bob Seeger. This is the thing. official theme song for Seegeling. Bob Seeger running against the wind. He should find a wall and run into it. Neil Diamond, come on. Running against the wind. We're running against the wind. Come on, man. Awesome, Bob Seeger. Word up, everybody. Bob Seeger. Yeah. Not also yeah, the- turn the page you did. Fuck him. Well, wow, turn the page. Play that one. You want to hear turn the page? Yeah, I'll give her that shit. Go ahead. Black yeah, play the turn correct. the page. I don't know what is turn the page. That's the one that Metallica covered recently. Everyone now featuring Alto on the saxophone. How can it be that bad if Metallica freaking... Dude, you hate this song? You're insane. Shut up, you and your beard. Wow. I can't believe you don't like Bob Seeger, dude. I can't believe... There, there are thousands upon thousands of people listening to this podcast right now wanting to strangle you. And there's millions more who are agreeing with me. No, there are not. Because we only have thousands of thousands of listeners. If it's a thousand, I'd be lucky. There's 800 people out there. Ugh. I can't believe you don't like Bob Seger. That's retarded, Rock. I can't believe those words are coming out of your mouth. You know, I think I've heard this song just so many times. It's just kind of gotten dull. Yeah, but when you're listening to Bob Singer, Seger... I'm not saying I can listen to other songs a million times. When you're listening to him sing it, you know it's the original. There I go. Turn the page. Turn the page. God, you're an idiot. No, I'm not. How do you not like Bob Seger? Easily I don't like him You don't like Skinner Do you like Skinner? Yeah I like Skinner So how do you freaking you say you Don't, don't like compare Seeger to Skinner Just because they both begin with an S Even though it's a Leonard Skinner <laughs> Still It's from the same era They both write good songs Don't compare Skinner to Seeger I don't know Sorry right, He's got turned the page what else, I'll what fucking compare Ace of Base to fucking I can do anything I want would. Of course you would Against the Wind I haven't even heard of Against the Wind What does Against the Wind sound like? Mr. Bob Seeger What's Against the, the Wind? That's the one I just played It's this uh, Yeah it's the one See I don't even know Bob Seeger that well Oh fuck him <laughs> Turn the page Shakedown What's Shakedown? That's probably something in the uh, 80s he didn't really fucking bomb. Right, there you this, go. Now here's your shit. Yeah, here's your boy. Turn this shit up. Oh, this is... You know what this is from? Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> this is from Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, this is where Bob Seger made his millions. Not even a good one. Oh, come on, in the 80s, everybody got a little fucked up. Doing a little too many coke. Me too, all of a sudden. Too much back. coke. Then Skinner was not worried about no 80s hey, Beverly Hills hey. cop bullshit. Kiss fucked up in the 80s. They took her off Are the makeup. Are we really going to Kiss now? Well, you're talking about legendary people. Kiss is legendary, right? Bob Seger stinks. Bob Seger is the Don Johnson of country. Thank you. Shitty music. You know what? He had a good fucking run. He kind of looks like Don Johnson with a beard. He does. You know, oh, this the, is your jam. The one, the one. Pause it for a second. The one uh, old uh, Southern rock song I can't stand, and I've heard it way too many times. It's kind of like you with the turning the page. Mm-hmm. Is the uh, one bourbon, one scotch, one beer song? I, what? I, I George Zorga 
Thorgood. I can't. I listen to Thorgood all day and night. See? Come on. But it's like Seeger and Thorgood go kind of go hand in hand. Yet Seeger's probably the better artist. Nah, fuck that. No one beats George Thorgood. Yes, a lot Shut of people up. beat. One bourbon, one scotch, one beer. This whole song is so fucking cool. I love the song, but it's just like... That. That's rock and roll. Johnny, we should cover this song. I want to tell you a story. Yeah, I know. I heard the story about it a long time. The house blue. And this, I love the build-up. It's like a whole story. This song's like sitting with a guy at a bar, listening to the same story over and over again. The only difference is that he's playing a guitar. But there's depth because he's like building up a story before the song even begins. As long as I get my money next Friday. Right. No, the whole song's a story. Next Friday, come, I didn't get the rent. And out the door, I went. I like it. It is a good song. It's but fine. It's, it's different. A, because it sounds like he's a, like... I'm he's not knocking a guy. He's a you are. He's Bob Seger's I'm just saying I heard the song too many times. It happens with all music. This is a riveting conversation. Bob Seger versus George Thorgood. I go Seger on uh, Clash of the Titans. I go Seger. George Thorgood has so many more songs that are better and more well-known than Bob Seger. If it wasn't for Metallica, no one even give a shit about Turn of the Bass. This is like arguing who's got the better football program, Hofstra or Lehigh Valley. Hofstra all the way. Are you kidding me? Lehigh's got nothing. Their nickel defense stinks. I've never even seen it. I don't know. I couldn't even tell you what color the uniform is. make it an interesting conversation. Can't find no job. Right, we don't need it. No, we need it. We gotta wait to the chorus. Because it's about it's like it's eight, not eight minutes, minutes from now. Try to find no job. But you get all into that. I think at some point in this song he passes out, doesn't he? He actually takes a break. Yeah. I said, but I'm tired. This song has an intermission. I've been walking all day. On vinyl says, please turn to other side. This is the A and B side of the tape. Now that's right, I come out and have a rip. Kind of the joke I just did. Yeah, I know. I made it better. You not feeling the streets? No, I love it. Oh, it's yeah, just like I've heard the story again. It's like if I was sitting at the I diner with him and he's blah, blah, playing blah, blah. this song, I'm just like I'm looking at my I fucking you know. egg McMuffin going with the fuck to the point. Yeah, which like, is the chorus. Right. He said, uh, "Let me go and ask my wife." Be going, hey, what do you want? One bourbon, one scotch, one beer? I get it. Okay, I'll order that. Just shut up. One bourbon, one scotch! Would you ever do that? Would you ever do the George Slogan trifecta? No. Yeah, I don't like hard liquor. Oh. Now you put it too. sounds fun. So I go back home. Oh, fuck I think it. Hey, we get it, George. I got a job. Get to the I'm gonna pay the rent. She said, "Yeah." I said, oh. The song is literally a minute and a half, so he needs to fill in the other five and a half minutes with a story. This song is is the example of like my friends that I never like. I, I know not to ask them to tell me a story or ask me what's going on. All right, because they're the friends that tell the story it never ends. Drawn out story, and then he said, and then I was like, yeah. But I better not But then I thought about it I was like Maybe I should But then he said And then she said yeah. And then yeah. I was thinking But then I decided Alright Give me a cliff notes story I was actually picked up At the airport yesterday By the kid that tells those stories And he literally had one story To tell me And it took him But it took me 40 minutes To get home right He didn't end the story When he dropped me off He was just like And he was like I was like See you later <laughs> Satisfied. Yeah. No. So what you want? Save it for the Do next. Do you know passage. you're a bad storyteller when a, when a pointless shit story oh, we goes it. on? Yeah. For- we know where it goes. Yeah, I- oh, no. 
large picture. We know, George. We know where it goes. But you are a bad storyteller when you're not on a radio show and it takes you 40 minutes to tell a fucking story. That's a good way to get on radio, though. Listen, you got to fill time. Yeah, but no, no, is anybody interested in it? All right. Skinner's great. You can't go wrong with Skinner. Well, you mentioned him before, so I figured... We don't, you know, and we'll be here till fucking New Year's listening to this fucking song. These guys didn't know how to keep it short. These guys with these long ass. Actually, no, it's not that long. It's apparently coming in at 5.56, six minutes. (laughs) This is the ended version. Ended direct. Bridged version. (laughs) This is is the uh, version of the song when it gets to the chorus and it just cuts off. (laughs) (laughs) That side of the tape stops. You have to pay an extra five bucks to hit the rest of the song. God, all right, song. rock. I'm all right, be 36 all right. by the time that song's done. I know, I'm sorry. I just figured it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Throw it in there. Well, over the break, we lost a great comedian. CMAs with your host, Lunatic Radio. What is it? Here's some fucking country faggots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to blow my brains out all over the world. Which song are they talking about? Which Julian talking Julian? Which song are you talking about that you want to blow your brains no, I think out? That's I actually, hope it's the Bob Seeger song. I think that's a literal thought. <laughs> Listen to the show. Yeah. Uh, drinking music wins. That's right. Thorgood and the Delaware Destroyers. Back from my host state. All right. But what kind of drinking music rules? Is it is it the happy drinking music or is it the fucking four o'clock in the morning? I'm playing some fucking depressing shit drinking music. I like the happy shit. The happy shit's the best shit. Because it's like... Happy drinking songs? Happy drinking songs. Well, that's one burger, one scotch, one beer. Even though he's kind of complaining, but it's kind of like, hey, you want to... Yeah, but you're absolutely annihilated by the time the song's over. (laughs) Because it's so fucking long. George doesn't get to the point quick. He's probably one of them guys, if we met him, if he came on the radio show, George, he wouldn't shut the fuck up. We'd be tired. He'd probably be the worst radio guest ever, because apparently in a song he can't get to the point. That's awful. You have months to work on it. He only talks if he has that riff behind him. I'm going to Walmart, honey. (laughs) We have no right to make fun of George Thorne. No, we're not even in this fucking class. The guy's a a ledge. He's a legend. A ledge. He's a ledge. (sighs) Two o'clock bang opera shit. That is an actual... <laughs> that's Staten Island Johnny. Yeah. He has been drinking. He said that, so... <laughs> Two o'clock bang Oprah shit. <laughs> what is he talking... I don't even know what the hell John's even thinking. Uh, we lost a great comedian over the last two weeks. Patrice O'Neill, man. Yes. That was really sad. That was really sad. We actually had Patrice... We we're lucky to have Patrice on the show uh, back a couple of years ago. It was great. Mm. The, the, one, the only thing I really remember about the interview is not even saying a word other than, yeah. hey, everybody, here's Patrice O'Neill on the LunaticRadio.com show. And he just went on for 40 minutes and entertained the balls out of us. I always said, and we've said... I don't know if we said this on the air or off the air, but we've had a lot of discussions about Patrice O'Neill, Rock and I, over you know the years and how he's literally... He was one of the best comics we've ever seen. Yes. Like in in the in the same maybe he wasn't as popular as Eddie Murphy or Chris Rock or, or Richard Pryor or those guys, but he had that talent. Oh, yeah. Like he was there. And it was a great line about uh, that Patrice O'Neill said one time. He said um, cuz he never wanted to be like that famous guy. 
You know, he never yeah. he turned down shit. He turned down stuff that would make him or give him a lot of money and yeah. make him widely known. Um, but he, he always he had a great line about his career uh, that I always remember. And he says, uh, "Fame's uh, fame fame is in the neighborhood, but it's not knocking on my door." Yeah. So he was pretty close to me. He had the talent, meaning he had the talent to be a superstar, but he just didn't want it. He was he's kind of like went the the route. Sort of as uh, Dave Chappelle, right? Like, yeah, for sure. He has that same mentality as for Dave sure. Chappelle had. For sure. Like he, you know, he likes making people laugh. He likes making some money here and there, and being like in the spotlight a little bit. But he didn't want to be the big superstar. But he, it, who cares? I mean, it didn't matter because it gave more people an opportunity to see Patrice, like Rock and I did at a Holiday Inn one time yeah. when our buddy there, our, our former co-host Josh Gogan, was playing a show with him. Josh was, uh, you know, opened up one of the open up guys. And that's the night that Josh killed and, and yeah. amazed me. But then Patrice came on, he was the headliner, and did like an hour and a half and just annihilated the room. Yeah. Like just... And, and, and when Patrice did his stand-up, which I like the most about it, is that it just looked like he didn't even prepare shit. It didn't. He looked like he was just working off the room. Yet, yet there was things he prepared, but yeah. he's just his delivery was so just like sitting down with casual, him. relaxed, yeah, it's confident. Like, it's such yeah, confident and just casual. Yeah. Like it's like it was like. When you went to see him play comedy, it was like you went to go meet him at a diner yep. to have a burger and catch up. Right. That's what it was like. And it was, he was brilliant. Yeah. And being funny was so freaking easy to him. Yeah. So easy. I've never seen like being funny that easy for somebody to do. Right. And it was he was just he could probably he probably Writ, wrote all of his material just sitting on the couch watching ESPN for sure. Going for here's sure. that idea, and I can I can elaborate on that for forty minutes tomorrow when I go on stage. Right, and he 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 would do it and kill. And it was just so sad that out of nowhere, I mean, we just all just recently saw him on the Charlie Sheen Roach, which was not that long ago. Yeah, he looked fine. Yeah, well, and then he suffered the stroke. And we're all worried. We didn't know. And, you know, obviously it was kept private because his condition was bad. And then, you know, a month after the stroke, he, he dies. And it's just like, what the hell? Yeah. You know, because when, when, when the month went by, when after you heard he had the stroke, you thought maybe he's just recuperating. And it wasn't that bad. Right. But, you know, apparently it was worse than, you know, we all knew. The, the problem was is that he, he, he really was a ticking time bomb because of his of his health problems and his weight and things like that. So, but it still came as a shock to a lot of people because it just it seemed like one day he's fine, the next day he mm. has a stroke. But you know, anyone you know close to him knew that it was it really was a ticking time bomb. But you yeah. know, you just hear him one day on like O and A or see him at a show and everything seems fine. It's not like you know the classic case of some guy degrading his health over time. It just seemed like he just. It just dropped out of sight, you know, and yeah. you know, he had the stroke, and yeah, but yeah, he funny as hell, and and you know they, they talk about you know how good comedians has have this rhythm, and, and he definitely had it where it was just that casual, and you nail a joke, you get into the next joke, and then kill it, and you just he just he knew how to work a room, he knew how to work a joke, he knew what was funny, he knew how to just. Make people laugh and, and mm. make you feel comfortable. And yeah, even when we had him on, we just would set him up and he went on for the next 40 minutes. And it was not only funny, but it definitely, it was like, it was interesting conversation. It wasn't just, and like it was well thought out. Wacky jokes, right? It was well thought out, like right. in deep type of 
you know, he would look at he always looked at things. He always delivered something, some sort of subject matter, in a different way than anybody else thought of it. He yeah. came at it from a different angle, and it never really th- seemed like he was always searching for that angle. It's just the angle he took. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just he always came from a different angle. Just a great, great. Funny guy, but a, also a great thinker and a great communicator. I think. Yeah, and he, I mean, so sad to see him him go. And, and and back in the day when there was there was rumors that he might get his own radio show, I was so happy to hear that because I was like, fuck! Imagine listening to Patrice on the radio yeah, right. for a couple of days, or you know, for five days a week or something like that. I've been freaking awesome because the guy's just a great thinker. Mm-hmm. You know, I really never really looked at him as a stand up comic. I. Like he never seemed like a stand-up comic to me, but he was he was great at it. He just was a great personality and a great thinker. Yeah, a funny guy. It's very oh so sad. Like it, it really hurt. I was like, man, I was bummed out for days. I was watching, and he was like, it bummed me out so much that I really never do this when like a celebrity type dies or something. Like I was watching all this shit like on YouTube. I was just watching it because I wanted to watch. I yeah. wanted to remember. I wanted to go back. I watched. Here's the one thing. If you're not a if you don't know who Patrice O'Neill was or is or, or who he was, uh, go watch his stand-up comedy special. And I know you're like, oh, I get it, yeah. Go watch Elephant in the Room. I got, I guarantee you that is one of the best specials he's ever it's, done. It's on Netflix now, too, so you can instantly. Yeah, it is the funniest freaking stand-up I've seen. I love Chris Rock. I love Dave Chappelle. I love, you know, but that special is fucking genius, dude. Genius! It's it's right up there, if not better. I I put it at better than those guys, and it's not just because he died. And I'm trying to make him seem greater than he was. He was that great. Yeah, he he was funnier to me when I Eddie Murphy Raw was the one that I always loved. I thought was the best special I've ever seen. Um, This elephant in the room is right there. Like I can watch it constantly. It's awesome, and he does crowd work in it. You know, it's fucking great. Matter of fact, when we when we had him as a guest, when he called in, um, and, and a big thanks to Patrick, who I, I, I know is really bummed out about this because he spent so many times with Crinch Humor and doing gigs with them. I'm sure. I'm sure. And uh, you know, I really don't get nervous with guests, but like he was just so. I, I was a little nervous having him on because he's so good, and I didn't want to screw anything up, and just such a. A cool guest, and and you know we said this on like on our Facebook and Twitter how lucky we were. We really were lucky to be able to have a a little conversation with the guy because mm. he really is a he's a talented individual, mm. and it, it was also reflected like uh all last week I was listening to O and A all the other comedians that work with him and and just the praise and and they all came up together all the Dane Cooks the David Tells the Louis C K S they all worked together you know mm. they were all there he would be as big as those guys but he just he was not. You know, as you were saying before, it, it was against the... Uh, he, he, I don't think he was comfortable with He it. wasn't. I mean, he was on The Office, man. Yeah. He had a gig. They were giving him the gig, but he didn't want to move out west. Yeah. He had The Office gig. Uh, he was on Arrested Development. Uh, you know, I'm sure they gave him opportunity to do multiple roles, and he turned it down. Um, and who knows what other, sh- you know, what other shows or sitcoms mm-hmm. or whatever he had. The, you know, he was on. He's just a, he's a good, talented individual. Yeah. And it was it was his choice. He just didn't want to have that big fame thing. But um, 
Yeah, it, it was a big loss in the comedy world, big loss in the general entertainment world. Uh, just his, yeah, just a funny, funny guy and down to earth and casual and comfortable and confident. It's a big loss because you don't, a guy like that who's like a, like a thinker like he was doesn't really come around often. And every time you heard Patrice on the radio uh, doing his stand up or something like that, you always, you laughed, but you always learned something from it. Right, like it, when, I, like a lot of my, you know, development in, in thinking about girls and stuff like that, and this other the way I looked at girls and situations and relationships, it actually changed a little bit. But just by listening to Patrice talk over the years, mm, right. you know what I mean, right? And it it, it it was cool. I mean, he's just a good dude, a good, smart, intelligent, great thinker. Yeah, and he's completely street. He's not like some book smart dude. He's just like yeah, right. a just a common sense good guy, great thinker. Yeah, that was a big loss. Big it just sucked. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you really don't want people like celebrities or entertainers, you don't really like, ah, oh, it's too bad. But yeah, Patrice was definitely a guy like fuck man. Than, that was a even though he wasn't a famous a guy in in the, the, the best stand up comic in the world, you didn't have the Dane Cook fame. More of a loss. Yeah. Oh absolutely. More of a loss. Yeah, because you lost you lost his you lost his communication. You yeah. can't communicate with him anymore, yeah. or at least listen to him communicate. Yeah, it sucks, it sucks. It was like it would be like if you lost like a, you know, like a, like I guess to some people it'd be if like Howard Stern passed away or something mm. like that. He, that here's there's another guy it was a great thinker, great communicator, funny guy. It would be a lot of people would be bummed out if he because. People love listening to him talk. And that's what he loved about Patrice. He, even though he didn't have like a radio show or a mainstay place where he, you know, dealt, you know, threw out his thoughts all the time. Yeah. I'd always hear him on O and A. He always kill, like he control. He even controlled that show. I mean, they just let him go, and you know, he would control that show. Isn't it? Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. People are writing to that that to us on Twitter sometimes. Isn't it a damn shame that Carlos Mencia and Dame Cook will probably live on forever? Yeah. <laughs> uh, people knock Dane Cook. I mean, give the guy a break. The guy was a superstar. He got fucked over by his brother, I think, at some point. It was money-wise. And now he's a dick because he made it big and laid a lot of girls. That was a great uh, Louis episode. Uh, was it last season or early this season? Where he ha- he had to go to Dane Cook because his Louis's daughter wanted tickets to, I think, a Lady Gaga concert. And they both had the same agents. And they got into like a little riff, uh, a little back and forth because... Uh, Dane's like, you want me to give you tickets? Meanwhile, you're claiming that I steal jokes, and you know, and and you know, it got really awkward. But it's all in the show. But it's just funny because you're wondering while you're watching, like, how much is this like a real conversation? How much is this the show? Was Dane in the show? Oh yeah, dude. Oh really? It is fucking cringe. Oh, I gotta see that. Oh, dude, it's classic, classic fucking scene. Classic scene. That's awesome. Louis a great show. He fucking nailed. It got a little weird after the whole like. uh Afghanistan show that he wanted to do he just blew his wad and uh, FX money on that sh- episode and and it was good it was serious but um yeah that was a great fucking scene with him and there was one with him and Joan Rivers and he starts making out with Joan Rivers it's funny really oh dude fucking cringe yeah but yeah um fucking with Patrice big fucking loss fucking yeah. really fucking bummed yeah, and we were, we are truly lucky. We at least had a little bit of time to spend with him. Got to meet him when we did that. You know, we saw Josh Gogan show there. And we yeah. got to. Well, thanks to the guys at Cringe. We got yeah, to, for we, sure. We Without got, a doubt, we got, we got to see him uh, up and close a bunch of times and to have him on the radio show. Yeah. 
So it was, it was pretty cool. Uh, big loss. Uh, uh, rest in peace, Patrice O'Neill, everybody. Yeah. All right, and with that, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll only take radio.com show right after this. Wait a minute, did you say you have a new Facebook page? Yes. Whoa, tell us about it. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Look, Rock, you speak over me when we're doing the promo. I realized we were doing it. I really, I actually believe you. Are you <laughs> saying Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio for everything Lunatic Radio that I want on Facebook? Yeah. Whoa. Updates on shows. Updates on shows. And, and new stuff. And new stuff. And when Rock wants to tell you he's blowing a load, he'll tell you about it on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. That's right! Wow! Yes! Sign me up today! Whippy! For a limited time only, you can also receive... Uh, jizz in the face? Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. This is Johnny Ballsack. You're listening to LunaticRadio.com. Kieran is a homo. You rock it's it. like when Manilow sings the hits. <laughs> I love when you say adorable. It's like when Sinatra sings my way. Oh, you like it when I say it? Yeah, go ahead. Adorable. Mm. Embarrassing reaction. A little what? bit of a rush. What was that little moment? <laughs> 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 oh, oh, my God. That's going to be disgusting <laughs> on playback. You better watch me. You're like. <laughs> you better watch your forehead when we're on that JetBlue flight out to oh, California. My bag might be resting on it about four hours into oh, the fucking That's adorable. Four hours into the fucking Four hours. Four hours. long time. When we're over Denver, my bag might be on your forehead, Rock, saying, Hey, how about this little mile high club? <laughs> be over Denver, he'll be over your head. Oh! You're right. Well, look where my bag's at now. Check your luggage right, on dice. Rocket's head. Yeah. Check your bags in at Rocket's head. My bag's in the whole <laughs> compartment. <laughs> The <laughs> I'm putting my dick in the upright position. Strap <laughs> on, please. Rocket, check this bag. <laughs> check this bag. <laughs> oh, you can now hear the lunaticradio.com show on Stitcher Radio. Stitcher is a free news and talk mobile application. The latest episode is always available for you. No syncing needed and no memory wasted. Available on your iPhone, your Palm Free, Android phones, and Blackberry. Download it easily at stitcher.com or go check out the App Store for your individual mobile phone. That's lunaticradio.com on Stitcher Radio. Download the app today. Stitcher! Now back to the show. LunaticRadio.com Some people tell me that I need help. Some people can fuck off. What up, everybody? LR Show on the GFQ Radio Network. 
Broadcasting live from New York. Q-Rock hanging out with you. Email address, everybody. The show at lunaticradio.com. Drunko hotline, 206-202-LUN. That's 206-202-566. Hit us up. Rob Blagojevich, Rock, you know that guy? The uh, the crooked Chicago politician governor yeah. guy? He's going to jail for 14 years. Finally. You happy about it? No, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I could care less. I didn't even know what the hell was going on with him. I thought he was just like hardened or something. I didn't know I did. Oh, no. This guy again. Fucking boy, man. I'm trying to get the new listener to call in. Instead, we get uh, Zach, the guy that hasn't had sex. What? Turn down your radio or computer, turn radio sir. Or- turn down the speaker or something. Yeah. You got to turn something with headphones. Headphones are the way. Call back when you get headphones in because we just hear ourselves. Yeah, yeah there he goes. There goes Zach. He's yeah. from, if you're uh, calling in with Skype or some shit, just have headphones on because we're loud. Zach is a uh, young gentleman who's in the, what, the youth groups? Yes. And he hasn't had sex. And, uh, yeah, and he loves our radio show for some reason. Apparently our radio show is his release. That's okay. Rock. Oh, Jesus. No, not his release. No, it's not? No, not Not that? It's not a... You realize this sample's been on How's the uh, Beavis and Bubbhead doing? Is that doing... Uh, you know, I admit, I caught a couple of them. They fucking were funny, and I just keep missing them, you know, for one reason or another. You know? Is it doing well on the MTV? Yeah, I'm sure it's I'm, I'm sure it's making some pay. I hope so. We're a big Mike Judge fan, so we can only hope that. You know what show I can't stand and I always see it on MTV? Uh, Jersey Shore. Who's that? No, no, no. Fuck them guys. I'm done with that shit. Um... The the Rob Deirdrick. Oh, Jesus Who the fuck Christ. is that Did guy? Did he do that ridiculousness or some shit? Yeah, yeah. What is or that? Or is this Fun Factory bullshit? Whatever It's they like call I'm watching shit. a fucking geek from high school try to be funny and tell me that the the videos that I'm watching are funny. Yet they are funny without Deirdrick commenting on them. You know what I mean? I don't... Yeah, I, I can never get into those shows. I, I don't like I think we're him. getting too old for MTV, Karen. I don't know that Deirdrick dude's our age. Why is he on TV and why is he stealing Tosh O's fucking gig? Is that Tosh O does it fun? No, Tosh O is a comedian. Not like but that. he does a better clip show than Rob Deerdirk. Yes, Zach. Zach, how are you? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you now. Yeah, plenty good. Hello, plenty good. Plenty are you good. calling us from the inside of a jet engine? <laughs> nah, it's my headphones. Is this Delta flight? 1290. Right, the joke was fine. The heading to Cleveland. Yeah, it's it's done with. Already. Zach, what do you got going on, buddy? What do you got going on? What's hip with the youth uh, group? Nothing really. Just been uh, just been a quiet week here. Quiet week. Wow, Zach, you're fucking thrilling, dude. Zach, come on, something had to be going on. You if banging you're banging any broads yet or what? Yeah, what are you doing? Are you getting that dick wet? Let's let's get. We should do a little stinger for him every time he calls in the weekly update. If he banged a broad yet. <laughs> Are you going to call uh, in on your wedding day when you finally get to tap some ass? Yep. <laughs> He's going to be like that drunk kid, like that freshman at the uh, first uh, fraternity party he's ever been to. Once he gets some poon time, he's going to be like, oh, it's fucking amazing, man. Then he's going to go out and, then he's gonna go out and cheat on his wife because he's going to go, oh, wait, there's other pussy. <laughs> hey? 
So um, you got to watch yourself. Just my to friend. get people caught up with Zach. Zach is he's all into the youth groups. He doesn't have sex, and you haven't jerked off either, right? Uh, I never said that. Oh, <laughs> this guy has to scrap. He'd be dead if he didn't. But he, but you are you are straight edge as far you know. No booze, no alcohol, right? No like booze, alcohol, no booze, no drugs, right? No but no booze, no drinking, and no smoking. Right. You want to do a slow torture of somebody? Okay, be Zach. Yeah, well, Zach's kind of on the on the course. Don't allow him to have sex, and don't allow him to jerk off or see anything pornographic ever. Well, that would torture somebody. He's scrapping, if I could use your terminology. So apparently, well, he's yeah, he's fun. But I'm just saying, in general, if you really wanted to torture somebody slowly over time, mm. as they're hitting those hormonal years, hormonal years. Oh boy. Oh, he's well, Zach. What are you fucking nineteen, twenty? Eighteen. He's eighteen, dude. He's at the peak. He's at the uh, summit, Rock. He's at the summit. He's at the summit of K to a pussy age. Wow, he's eighteen. He's a guy. Remember, remember you when you're eighteen, Rock? You were walking around balloons on your cock. I remember those days. <laughs> Rock wanted to have a party. Why do I have balloons on my cock? Because you wanted you wanted to have a party. You wanted oh, to attract. That's right, attract. Balloons mean there's a party. You yeah, know that. Right. That's right. Wait, are you ever depressed when you see balloons? Absolutely not. I'm, I'm always not. happy every time I see a balloon, especially around an eighteen year old chick. I am fucking ecstatic. That's why I had to bring balloons to blush because of all those miserable women there. So to- right, we did bring balloons. <laughs> we brought balloons to a strip club. That's right, we made it a party. We made it a happy time. Yeah, we couldn't oh. get too festive with it because they were black. No, yeah, I had black and white ones. Oh, black and white, yeah. Yeah, no, we were fine. So how you doing, Zach? You're really entertaining us with your phone call. What's going on, buddy? Uh, not much here. Just looking for an apartment. Why are you looking for an apartment? You're looking for a jack oh. layer. Uh, there's too much fighting in my family today. Oh, fighting? Uh-oh. What are they fighting about? The Your ability or lack of ability to get laid? Are they fighting over who's better, Bob Seger or uh, fucking Leonard Skinner or yeah. some shit? What are they uh, fighting over? It's about, um, about everything. Ever since my mom passed away back in May, fighting has just been going on. Uh, yeah, well, you know, that's going to happen, man. I mean, people are bummed out. You know, probably they're suppressing some emotions or, or, or you know, thoughts from, you know, when your mom passed away. They're still bummed out, but they're coming out in different ways. You know what I mean? Right. People are stressed out. I mean, it, it, to lose a mom is, is I don't even, I, I, it's never yeah, happened to me. So deal. it's got to be something I, that's stressful for people. For sure. You know what I mean? But you can't right, handle it? I, are they taking it out on you there, big man? Yeah. Like, um, I was gone all summer. I was in Vegas, and no one told me anything. And once I, the first time, I, once I land and got picked up, I was told everything that went down, and everything's been directed towards me ever since. You know what's funny? The audio, I know I'm listening to him, yeah. but the audio on his uh, webcam, it sounds like the plane is descending. It sounds like a Cessna. <laughs> it really does. It sounds like you're calling from the inside of a plane. Like I'm waiting for this. <laughs> I hope this thing works. It, it has. Uh, <laughs> I just saw the uh, Ah, damn it! It would have been perfect, but I can't. Come on, thing. Ah, whatever. It's not working. Let me see. Try to get it, Rock. And do the captain's voice, even though the fucking joke is completely past. The timing's gone. Hello? How you doing, Zach? Here, you want the uh, battery thing? Yeah. That's the way our radio show works. Our punchlines are delivered three hours after the fact. 
<laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of fighting going on in your family. So enough fighting going on in the family that you're thinking of leaving the hat, the, the, the nest. Yeah. And where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Have you found an apartment yet? You got any leads? You got any scuttle to get you there? I got a bunch of leads out here, and my cousin thinks she might even move in with me and help out. Who's your cousin? Is that a chick? Yeah. <laughs> Where are you from, fella? Illinois. Uh-oh. <laughs> no romance. Go meet up with uh, fucking Absent over there. No romance over there. By the way, how about Boardwalk okay. Empire introducing uh, the HBO viewers of that show to incest? Uh, I haven't. I haven't oh, you got to watch it. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty, pretty evil, pretty awkward. So uh, Zach, everybody, not getting laid, doesn't want to get laid till he gets married. His mom unfortunately passed away. There's fighting going on in his family, and he wants to move out with his cousin, and he lives in Illinois. You got a lot of things going on your plate, fella. Yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do for Christmas? Um, I'm actually going back out to Vegas to meet up with a bunch of the guys from my youth group that I was out there with. Now, why it's are you in this... one of your <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he'll love the youth group, that creep. Why are you in this youth group? Um, ever since my mom was diagnosed with cancer, they just helped me a lot. Yeah. It's beneficial to you. But did they, did they, yeah. the youth group, uh, instill these, these, these morals in you or these thoughts in you that, you know, getting laid before marriage is, uh, no good? No, that was my own choice. Because to be honest with you, Zach, as I'm talking to you on the phone, I am looking at a uh, Twitter thread of hot ex-girlfriends. <laughs> and it's just all pictures of naked chicks as I'm talking to you. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going through a Tumblr page looking at just naked girls as I'm talking to Zach on the Skype, which is kind of odd, by the way. There's plenty of broads out here, Zach, in this world for you. You see, you got that, you got that look at you because I can see on the studio monitor here. You got that... Uh, He's got like that rocker, indie rocker look to him, Rock. What do you think? Yeah, he's kind of got that. He's got a little like My Chemical Romance shit going yeah, on. Yeah, like you can do the emo. You can still pull off the emo shit and pull all sorts of hot ass. It's amazing that you don't go after this opportunity. You're well, 18, dude. Wanna... Yeah, I'm 18. Do you realize that's when you should be out banging? Yeah, but that's what happened to my cousin and she has a three-year-old now. Yeah, but you're not a chick. <laughs> you can always you can always impregnate and peace out. Yeah, but I'm too uh, too ro- ro- uh, too loyal to guy to Are you uh, a big religious type, dude? I am, but I not. I don't let it hold me back from the fun. That's your thing. It's holding you back from the fun. No, it's not. Oh. I find things that are fun to do. Yeah, but nothing's as fun as pussy. It really isn't. It really isn't. Zach, you probably really shouldn't be talking to me because I'm. I'm I guarantee you, by the time he's nineteen, he'll be knee deep in pussy. <laughs> if he keeps on talking to me, I swear. Yeah, we need to see his kid in like a year from now, where he's like, <laughs> just like fifteen women on the webcam. Be we sex addict, he'll be calling in or just have chicks blowing him and stuff. I'm like, come on, man. All right, we get it. You have sex. Okay. <laughs> Do you do you do the uh, do you fool around with girls at least? Yeah. All right, there you go. Do you get the blowjobs and you you, you you finger bang or anything? No. <laughs> do you get you don't do the blowjobs or finger bang? No. Never. Nope. Heavy petting. 
T-shirt that is long. Well, well you, you grab a tit over a sweater or something. Uh, yes. All right. And then what do you do? You just go, okay, I got to go home because I can't let this go any further. And you just go home and, and blow one until the fucking cows come home. Um, it depends on if the girl is, uh, well, let's just say not psychotic like the last one. Right. Psychotic broads are, uh, are great for about 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. They really are. Here's enough time for sex, and then you... Right, and then you peace out. Ice, ice to the door. It gives you enough time to have sex, clean up, grab a bite to eat, and peace out. That's what 30 minutes... Of, literally 10 minutes of that is the sex. If you're lucky. This one... Well, this one was really weird because she was in my psychology class, too, so I saw her every day. Wow. A crazy bitch in your psychology class. <laughs> Who would have thought? Getting kind of bored. Yeah. Well, sex, sex so entertaining. Zach... Zach, you got to call in with a funny story next time. I'm sorry. I'm not like trying to be like harsh because we love it when listeners call in. But considering you've called in many times, we figure you would. Jesus Christ, Karen, what are you doing? <laughs> looking at smoke. <laughs> it's funny. Zach's on the phone. You're looking at pictures, and I'm t- I'm typing in the chat room. We are just like completely. Zach, we, we love you, buddy. But you know, you've called in plenty of times. I we figure you by now. You would. You know, the first few times you kind of you start to warm up, but that like fifth, sixth call, you know, you should be, uh, you should give us something. Not be like, not much, not much is going on. Alright, well, if not much is going on, you know. Zach, I'm gonna show you something on there, the studio here. monitor. Yeah, we're gonna teach you a lesson. There you go. Take two of these and call me in the morning. Alright? Oh, he just closed his eyes. <laughs> nope. I'm joking, I'm joking. You... Go have some fun, my friend. Jesus. All right, Zach. Thank you for calling in, buddy. Uh, you know, yeah. Get, well, listen. How have fun? However, you have fun. Don't listen to Kieran. How Kieran has fun is chicken fingers be, and dips. So. I, I just want him to be mentally stable by the time he's twenty-two. He'll be fine. You better get married soon, my friend. What? If he's not going to have pussy until he's married, you better get married soon. Did you see that show? Yeah, uh, someone was mentioned in the chat room before. I think it was Rachel about TLC has a show about the virgins and like they showed that couple, one couple who never even kissed before they got married, and they were they were like biting each other. He knows Zach should watch this show. Yeah, he doesn't want to become one of those because the but kid, then he'll wind up on Ellen and then he'll get a book deal. The kid they featured on this show hadn't kissed a girl or touched a girl or, or had uh, heavy petting with a girl until he was the age of thirty one. He met a girl. Fell in love with her. They didn't do shit until they were married. Their first kiss was on their wedding day. And when the when the priest goes, okay, you met me, now kiss the bride. Right, yeah. Dude, when they kissed, it looked like two cars hitting each other at 60 miles an hour. It honestly looked like, to me, a scene out of a... I'm not... I'm not... I'm, I'm being serious because it kind of freaked me out a little bit. Like a scene out of a horror film or like a zombie film where someone starts like chewing on their, their person that they're, they're going after. She literally looked like she was chewing on his face and I thought it was like some weird like... Psycho horror film. Right. It's how it's how creepy it looks. Zach, our and then thought, you thought of me. Yeah, oh. well, we, well, you know what? You're leading in that direction, man. We're getting scared for you. See, the 18, <laughs> 19, 20, 21, 22, those are your spring training years. This is when you learn. It's like practice. You go out, you fuck up a couple times, you miss a couple ground balls. You know, you fuck up, you swing and miss. But over time, when you get up there at the plate and field some more ground balls, you get better at it. And by the time you're 24 and you and, and you're built and you're you're the college guy or whatever, you're gonna be ready to bang girls and do it good. 
I just don't want you to miss out on those freaking years, my friend. That's all I'm saying. I don't want you to be the awkward 25-year-old chewing on your chick's head like it's an apple. <laughs> yeah, we don't want that. Yeah, all right. All right, Zach. Have a good one, buddy. Thanks for calling in, Zach. Right. Thanks for checking yeah. out the show, sir. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what I mean? That's what happens to a kid when he doesn't get pussy. Just very depressed. <laughs> well, he's also going through a lot. Uh, he's got a lot going on. on his plate, you know, but yeah, pussy would make him not think about it as much. When I saw that video, though, that, that couple, oh, my God. It that was, was awkward, man. Fucking scary. Yeah. I mean, and obviously the the kid wasn't like a, he, he didn't look like freaking. Uh... You know what? The thing, though, that kind of was weird to me is like, okay, I fine. You could have your, your, your beliefs and all that, and you don't want to do anything until you get married. Fine. But you would think like, leaving, like, oh, today's the big day. Nothing crossed your mind like, shit, I don't know how to kiss that maybe I need to figure this out. Or maybe you had a conversation with your husband be like, I don't know how to kiss. I'm guessing you don't know how to kiss. Sure, I, I don't know how to kiss either. Maybe we should do a little research so we're not like completely weird looking or like doing this wrong. Like not, that, that didn't even cross their mind apparently because they were just literally chewing, literally chewing each other's faces. Mm, mm. I, I mean, I, the whole... The whole idea behind saving yourself for marriage is just an odd idea. It doesn't seem natural to me. You know what I mean? It's it's a good Hollywood, like, old-time story, you know? Like the high school and the high high school lovebirds or whatever saving themselves for marriage. But in this day and age, it doesn't seem seem right for your development, you know? Mm. I think you need to experience that when you're of age, legal of age, to do so, and 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 go ahead and give it a shot because you, you're going to need some trial runs. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, there needs to be some trial and error. Yeah, more to, error than trial. Um, yeah, every guy's gone through the young uh, having sex thing and been the twelve second intercourse, and you, you have that when you're younger. You mean you, yeah. you don't figure it out? You don't know how to prolong it. You don't know what's good. You don't know how to touch what and this and that and the other thing. Christ. You just say you smell like cake. Yeah. You gotta learn not to say that as often. Yeah, and even like your your into your 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 sexy talk. That needs development. Because when you're an eighteen year old, you just go, Oh, give me that pussy. Pussy, 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 no, pussy, no, pussy. Kieran, no. Well, I'm I guarantee you I've heard some sexy talk from uh, fucking it's it's fucking wrong, dude. And when you go on a date, you have an idea of where you're gonna go. Where yeah. you gonna take the girl. Where are you gonna take the girl? I'm just gonna wing it. You're just gonna wing it. Take her for chicken fingers and fries. Some girls might not like that. You learn. You learn the Islander. Uh, Schneikes, I dated a churchy chick once. She was cool, but I. Yeah, you see, couldn't you do jack, jack squat, squat with her. Yeah, see? Well, trial and error. Everything in moderation, Rock. Okay. Even religion. Right. I dated a virgin for a year, but we did everything up to sex, so it wasn't too bad. Dummy and Indy. So apparently, wow. So everything but sex. Butt sex? Did he do butt sex? Maybe not. Nah, he said everything up to sex, though. So, so she wasn't the... Like, I don't think she was oh, giving up, say she wasn't giving up the version. Yeah, she wasn't giving up the keister either, I would guess. Nah. Yeah, now everybody's asking butt sex. I would never have butt sex with a girl. That's fucking weird. Yeah, it's odd. I ain't gonna fucking do that. Well, I have to fucking lube up my shit. You shirt. take it, though, but you wouldn't give it. Uh, no, 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 no. Either way. <laughs> either way is out of the question. Either way. 
I did have a finger up the asshole one time. That was weird, though. That was weird? Yeah, a girl sticking a finger up my ass. Oh, my God! I thought you were to her! <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. No, she told me the uh, orgasm would be... I would, it would come out better. And it did. It's like a fucking bottle rocket. Oh, my God, Karen. Not an actual banana in a tailpipe. It was the middle finger of a female. Oh, God. I can't even imagine that. Well, it's odd is that she was tall enough to fucking do it. <laughs> you know? Tall enough? Yeah, well, I, like, to I'm on top. I was on top. You were on top. And she, her you were so, like, the, uh, the, uh, what is the, uh, you got the, uh. Come on, I was on top. What's wrong with that? What, oh, shit. What do they call that? The submissive. You were, like, the submissive. Were you, were you riding her reverse no, cowgirl? Like, it was two, two weeks of fucking discussion about the finger. You, were, you were riding her reverse cowgirl? <laughs> Caller, you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you from? Hey, my name's Billy Rad. I'm calling from Georgia. I'm looking for Johnny Collins. <laughs> well, Johnny Collins is in Staten Island, my friend. Uh, what? He's in Staten Island. He's in Staten Island? Yeah, he's not here today. He's lying. Well, he's in the chat room, but he's not in the uh, fucking, he's not in the studio today. He's, he's, he's chatting me up on the freaking computer <laughs> trying to get me to do butt sex with him. <laughs> Well, you know, that's that's Sean's M.O. Well, are you entertaining your thought? And, and here's what he says. I'm in the chat room, but they will want me to call if you call. All right, wait. I think this is Johnny going to call in now. Hold on. So, All right. All right. Johnny. Johnny. Yo. Your, your friend from Georgia's on the line, my friend. Yo, what's up? Your, your buddy from Georgia's on the line. Apparently, you two wanted to have butt sex. Dude, that guy's not my buddy, man. That's my dad. <laughs> He said what? That's my dad. <laughs> Dude, he, 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 that guy tried selling me. You know what? I, he is like technically my dad, but he he tried selling me as a fucking like a like a bad Christian or some shit to the fucking bad nuns. I'm trying to. He's, I'm fuck, <laughs> he's, he's fucking delirious. His, I'm trying to dad. entertain this bit, but it's just not. Gelling for me. He, he said my he said his fucking sperm was a blood fart out of his asshole oh, some shit into my mom. Know. I don't know what the fuck that's all about. You know, this this dude I had the pleasure of uh, working on a film with him recently. Ah okay, now I get the Georgia connection. <laughs> uh, this and, and nice. Hey, and this guy this guy was literally taking pictures of his dumps, right? And then send it to everybody on their phone. Yeah, let me tell you something, sir. We've been we've been we've been dealing with that for many years. So welcome to the club. That's all I got to tell you. I've received so many shit pictures from John. I can tell you what he eats on Tuesdays. <laughs> we could actually make a coffee table book with all the fucking pictures we've got we received from him. Hey. Did, did you see the picture of him from South America where he's sitting there hovering over a big fucking patty fixing to dig in? Oh, yeah, we saw that picture with him. He, he loved that stuff. He he loves the he loves shit. What can we say? Johnny loves shit. Yeah. John, <laughs> he's, 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 he's a shit man. man. He, dude, Billy, you had, you had the, the fucking coolest lines in that movie, man. And the movie's kicking ass, bro. Dude, we're, we're rocking and rolling, man. The movie is rolling, man. Too bad they wouldn't let uh, Jimmy and, and Jed into Canada. <laughs> you know what, man? It sucks. There's, there's money lost there, but you know what, though? It makes great, man. That dear God knows banned from Canada. Fuck Canada. That's true. Who okay. cares? They, 
They didn't ban the movie. They got to show the movie. They just wouldn't no, ban the, no, the, no, no, the people and involved in. No, you're right, man. And, and the guys from, from that whole fest were really cool. They were, they were actually fantastic, man. But, uh, you know, dude, I was in Columbia, bro. They should have came to Columbia with me, man. It was awesome. Yeah. You should you have been to Columbia, Dad. That way you should have had to find fucking hot chicks. We are speaking, yeah. by the way, to two film stars, uh, stars of the great horror movie, Dear God No. Still waiting to see it, by the way. <laughs> still waiting to see yeah, it. Yeah, we're still waiting to see it. We haven't seen it yet. Oh, you guys you haven't seen it? No, not yet. Johnny's keeping it from oh. us. Oh man, it's the best thing ever. It's 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 really badass. I mean, all, it was it was just it was all done, you know, with with no CGI and all that kind of crap. And uh, I swear, it looks just like a film straight out of seventies. All the all the bikes are authentic, nice. and uh, and and the, you know the special effects are like done on site. You know, no computer crap and all that kind of stuff. And it's 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 awesome. Yeah, it's, I- it's, it's the it's the first movie I've been to in a long line of time where where people uh you know interact with the movie and stand up and cheer and 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 uh it's, it's a badass movie how, you guys need to see it johnny we haven't got a chance to ask you how was your the you know the film festival there in columbia you flew down there for that how, how was that whole scene down there and the reaction to the film Dude. See, it was fucking insane, man. It was really cool. They welcomed me with big friggin', you know, hugs, and they 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 seek me out, man. Mexico City, they want us there, man. So that's a, that's the next trip we're gonna do. It's been friggin' awesome, man. It's uh, the, the, you know what, Jimmy Baker really fucking uh, he took it to the limits and he kicked ass. And uh, you know what, we're we're everyone that's part of it is, you know. Right there behind him and pushing and, and rocking and rolling. It's kicking ass, man. It really is. And the reaction to the film has been great. I mean, I'm sure people have been shocked to, to see it. I and mean, it's, it's pretty graphic uh, from what I imagine, right? Hey, this, this you know thing is... Every, everywhere it goes, it's, it's winning. It's winning like best exploitation film awards. It's it's winning audience favorite awards. It won, uh, I think, two awards out in Vegas at the Polygrind Film Fest. It won something. It won the audience favorite up in Canada. It won something down in uh, Columbia where Johnny went. Won something else at the Arizona Film Fest, Underground Film Fest. So uh, people are digging it, man. It's it's it's. It's it's not like anything you've seen. I mean, you you got to have a strong stomach and a and a certain uh, kind of fucked up sense of humor to get it. But lots of people apparently is, are. Is the, mo- the movie uh, is a guy is a guy's film? Let me man. let me it's ask you. Film. Let me ask you guys this: the, the movie obviously is is gory. It's like a horror film, but is it tongue in cheek? Do you get that sense by watching it? No, it's tits and ass, man. It's tits and ass, exactly. It's it's uh, it's 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 beyond tongue in cheek. I mean, it's got a it's got a lot of humor to it, but it's 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 not straight humor. It's kind of dark and bent, and uh, it's just it's fucked up. It's something you got to see to to understand it. So for all yeah, the yeah, appreciate it. Right. So, so for exactly. all the fellas exactly out there. Right. For all the fellas out there dating some broad and they just want to break up with her, uh, just bring her to see this movie. Is that a, is that a good idea? Yeah, probably so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably so. You know, it's it's not it's not for the mainstream. That's for damn sure. 
I absolutely yeah. want to see it though, because I, I love Johnny. Johnny's such a positive vibe every time he comes to the radio show here, and for him to be in a film like this that's completely wrong, <laughs> it's, from what he says, uh, I really want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how do you guys know Johnny up there? Is, uh, you guys trade underwear with him and stuff? All the time. You yeah. know how we roll, sir. That's how we do it up here in the Northeast. Yeah, but apparently, you know, apparently the guy, every time he goes out, he has a problem uh, getting home with his own underwear on it. I don't know what that is. Listen, Billy, let me tell you something, man. You remember I know, how I know. fucking met you? You threw me out of a bar, you motherfucker. I know, I know when he was down here for what, like a, a couple weeks, a month or whatever, that, uh, that I don't think he ever changed underwear. So maybe you got a deal going on up there than we do down here. But, uh, you know, I, I, know I like to change mine. You know, it's like, what, what, the best way to do it to get the most mileage out of them is like if you, uh, you know, you, you flip them inside out after a couple of days. <laughs> And then, and then you know, after four days, you turn them around backwards. You know, so you can get good four or five days out of it. But this, this dude didn't change his under drawers or his pants for about a month, I don't think. So I can, I can understand why he's all, uh, well, always trying to steal other people's panties up there. <laughs> well, Johnny's, Yo, Johnny's definitely Jared. unique. Yo, Billy, shut the fuck up for one second, man. Jared. Yes. This motherfucker threw me out of a bar like 10 years ago. Maybe more than that. I don't know what it was, man. It was so easy for me to get into character. Like, I had to kill him. And it was so cool because... And he was looking at me going, dude, why do you hate me, man? I said, you threw me out of a fucking star bar, man. Star bar from Atlanta. <laughs> he, he, he claims I threw him out of this bar, man. I was... I was, I was so drunk for the 10 year period that he's talking about that I have no I don't remember who the fuck he was well that's you know that sounds I pretty did. much like our radio show for the last year I don't remember anything ask the way to go hey well listen I gotta I gotta go I gotta I, I think Nancy Grace is on you know yeah you know I what yo Billy Rat man Thank you, man. You're a fucking man. I, I, working with you was awesome, bro. Your lines were fucking great. Hey, cool. Thanks, brother. And, and likewise, man. I love you. Even though you're a, a, a fucking blood fart and I should have <laughs> took a coat hanger to your mama. Oh, Jesus. And uh, like it says in the, in the, in the film, I should have hoard you out to what? the Catholics when you, were a, when you were a kid. But, uh, you know, I guess you turned out all right except for... Of, you know, a little of this and a little of that. So, uh, anyway, hey, brother, I love you. And guys, thanks for having me on. And, yeah. uh, and uh, I'm, I'm listening to your show and uh, and hope you get to see that film real soon. And, and I'll, I'll call you back sometime. Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks, awesome. really, Thank man. you so You're much, welcome, sir. My friend. Yeah, man. All, All right. right, you guys take care. See ya. Johnny, stay on the line there, buddy, if you're there. Johnny. I'm here, man. Yeah. Who I'm was here. I'm here. Is he the guy who wrote the film? No, no, no. He's he's not the guy who wrote the film. Uh, you want that, man? I can do that too, man. I get that guy on here. No, it just seemed like uh, he was the guy that wrote yeah. the film. He, he was just like a random caller. <laughs> we didn't know who he was. No, I know what happened was, man. I uh, he was he was like uh, Facebooking me as I'm like you know hanging out with you guys, and uh, I said, dude, just call the show, man. And he fucking like no problem. What's the number? Yeah. He's, my, he's my dad. He's my dad in the movie, man. Oh, okay. All right. There we go. Yeah. yeah. See, we haven't seen the movie. We don't know anything. 
We got to see this movie, Johnny. Yeah, Get yeah, a bootleg or something. Yeah, I'm very curious to see it, man. Yeah, dude. We're, uh, we're, I'm, I'm working on that, man. You know, Jimmy, the uh, the creator and the director of the movie, he um, his hands are full, man. He's he's out of control. So, you know, everyone that's, like, involved, you know, everyone really wants this movie to, to like, you know, advance. And it, it really is, man. It's kicking ass. It's doing it by itself, man. Mm. And, it's, and Jimmy's an awesome dude. He is overwhelmed, man, between everything. And he's, he's got a brand new baby girl, and his wife is awesome. So, you know, he's, he's, he's got a lot going on. So, you know, I, I actually texted him today. I said, listen, man, give me a list of what's going on. I really, let me take some, some, you know, responsibility off your hands and let me help it out. Listen, it helps out everybody, man. The movie's, the movie's kicking ass. Yeah, and you know what? You're living a life. I was very uh, jealous to see that you were in Colombia, having you know, surrounded by uh, seas of people. It seemed like you were the movie star or something. It seemed like the film was doing well. The reaction was good. Roll, man. Yeah, it was rocking, dude. I was, I was like a rock star, man. Listen, I'm gonna go back down to Colombia. I think in January next month, Mm. um, just for shits and giggles, but. If we go down there for the uh, Mexico Film Festival, the Mexican City, if you guys want to go, man, that would be Mexico awesome. <laughs> Fucking Mexico City. I don't know, Johnny. The last article I read from Mexico City, 24 people were shot in one night. <laughs> Can we switch it to Cancun? Is that possible? <laughs> How about Cancun or uh, Cabo? <laughs> That's so funny, bro. I, I went from Colombia to Mexico City and you're afraid. That's weird. doesn't make sense. <laughs> Nothing makes sense with Karen. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Listen, man. We, uh, I, dude, I love you guys, man. You guys are awesome. <laughs> I just, I love when John does the, I love you, man. You guys are fucking awesome. You suck. You fucking went on for like three weeks, man. What the fuck's going on? I we're figuring out stuff, man. So you're figuring out stuff? Your dick is in your pants, you jackass. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's right there. I love it. My little play toy. It's amazing, right? Well, I'm happy for you. I'm happy that the movie's doing well yeah. and the reaction's going good, and uh, that you guys are continuing to push it and it's it's giving getting its uh, acclaim, right, Rock? Absolutely. And uh, Johnny's becoming a big time movie star. Any films in the works for yourself uh, in the future? Yes, that definitely is, man. It's going to be a sequel. Sequel. Sequels in the works, man. It's uh, we're looking at like maybe six to eight months to start filming, and. Um, it's going to be fucking badass again, man. This fucking Jimmy Bickert is badass motherfucker, and he don't give a shit, and he's going to break all the rules, and he's going to do it old school, and you got to have your fucking game on. I like it. I like what I'm hearing. I like what I'm hearing, John Boy. Yeah, dude. He's rock and roll, this guy, man. And, and you know what? I'll follow him. I'll, I'll be his actor any place, any time. I'll be his fucking... Blood guy, you know, whatever, whatever the fuck he wants me to do, I'll do. Because you know what, this guy is good, man. Jimmy Bickert is it. I like it. I like how John's a movie star now. I dig it. You know, it's it's good for you. It's good for John. John should be a movie star. He is. I mean, I mean, not literally, but he's getting there. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think he is. I'm working on it, man. He's working. But listen, to Rock, I still play the rock and roll band, and he's fucking in it. That cocksucker. Right here, John. I'm right here, John. By the way, somebody said in the what? sequel, I should. <laughs> what? Uh, in the sequel, I should do a cameo and take a dick up the ass. Yes. 
Or just be in the background, like just small ass. Yeah, you should be in the background doing the monkey boy and just walk across the screen doing the monkey boy. No, I want John to walk walk in the background and go. That looks hot. As I'm taking one up the ass by some big greasy biker. I love you, listeners, man. They're great. All right, John boy, thank you. Guys, thank you, man. You guys fucking rock, man. I I love you guys. Love you too, Johnny. Love you, Johnny. We need you around, by the way, in the future. So uh, make yourself available, all right? He's always around. You, you make like like all of a sudden he's going to be uh, Johnny Busy Guy. No, he makes, he's, he makes time. Listen, man, he knows where I'm, his priorities I'm, are. I'm there. I'm there for you guys, man. No matter anytime you want, you let me know. Of course. There he goes. Yes, John you Boy. Know that, man. We love you, man. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Right. But, uh, there he goes. There's John from Staten Island. Johnny Staten Island, we call. Yeah, yeah I'm going to be... Uh, we just started talking about it today. I got a list of songs, and I might be playing some tunes with them down the road. Oh, really? Yeah. I like where your head's at, Rock. I miss playing. That's fun playing. Johnny's just a fun fucking guy. And, and, and the listeners don't know because I never met him. But he's just a... He's a blast. He's nothing... And he, he looks like a mean dude. Like a biker dude, but he's such a blast, man. He's the greatest. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back to Drunk Calls right after this. LunaticRadio.com show. Stick around. This is the Beeps. This is Smurf. Frog Mad. This is Henry Oswald Bobbleton. And we are Lunatic Radio. Bye, bitches. You don't hear no word for distinguished uh, uh, woman. You hear distinguished gentleman, but what, what's the what's the counterpart for distinguished female? Nothing. There's no distinguished. She's a. She, there is none because they don't get distinguished. They get old, and they better learn how to get distinguished. That distinguished is not a term that just should be used for men. Women should get distinguished also. Learn how to be smooth. Learn how to be wanted past your beauty. But they are in deep shit. I gotta say, the women in the chat room are really agreeing with with Patrice too much. Uh, they can go fuck themselves. Oh, come on! <laughs> oh, cunt. That's not nice. Come on! This is the male version Fucking of the view. No way. Patrice is a genius. I love Connie and Tisha. Hey, Patrice, I'm, we're running out of time, man, but I, you know, it was great to just have you on and let you just ramble about certain subjects. <laughs> it's amazing. It's fucking unbelievable. Fucking genius. And I mean, they should tell it. Look, man, I, all the women who are angry, it's like, look, man, I'm telling you how we feel, you understand? Mm. Now, it's like you could get mad at the medicine. Now, I give you medicine with all kind of great Kool-Aid in it, but, <laughs> you know, it'll taste better, but it's more effective if it goes straight down and it's nasty because mm. that makes you get emotional about it. You know, it, for all you women that are on the chat rooms with no boyfriend, you shouldn't be sitting there typing a the motherfucking thing. You should be going, yes, master, what should I do <laughs> to make you happy? Patrice. If you don't know how to make, if you're miserable, you know how the oh fuck you going you don't know how to not be miserable. You've been miserable this long, and you think what I'm telling you is gonna make you more miserable, is gonna make you happier. If you, if you wanna learn the animal, for this last thing about animals, man, like women, to learn how to understand the animal that men are. If you were in the Pacific Ocean and you see a bunch of sharks swimming around, you're not gonna jump in and tell those sharks, excuse me, you better not bite me. You better respect <laughs> 
what they are. You're going to respect that these sharks will tear you apart, and you're going to respect what these sharks are. And you learn about sharks. You watch TV, and you know sharks will attack you. You don't wear a fucking meatloaf hat, and you don't rub yourself in blood when you get in the water. If you're going to get in the water with some sharks, you do things accordingly. And, and, and if you want a man that's going to make you happy, uh, you better learn what animal you're dealing with. As opposed, because you don't know. How the fuck you know about men? You don't. I know about women because I took the time, but you don't know about men. That's why you miserable. And now back to the show. Lunatic Radio. West Virginia. These guys are gay. What up, everybody? LR Show, Kirok hanging out with you. Strunkle Hotline time, everybody. Emails at the show, lunaticradio.com. Strunkle Hotline, 206202 Loon. That's 206202566. Word up, everybody. Thank you for checking out the radio program. Check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash lunatic radio, and the Facebook, facebook.com slash lunatic radio. We're on there, posting shit, so when the show's not on, come on there and uh, check us out, everybody. Word them up. Yes, we like the interaction. Mm, we like interacting with people. Yeah. We do that shit. We don't just promote our stuff. Yeah. We don't actually never promote our shit. <laughs> Word up. And please, if you if you can spare a little, feel free to support the show and donate at the website. Um, it helps us pay for shit for the show. Word, 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 word. Donate buttons on the website. That's what Rocket was getting at. Word them up, everybody. Thank you for checking out the LunaticRadio.com show. Drunko Hotline is one of the staples of the radio program. It's when our listeners go out and get hammered, sitting so cool, calling their boyfriend, girlfriends, moms and dads, husbands or wives. They call us with their drunken ramblings. Because you know when you're late, you're out there late drinking, you're at a bar or something, you're at a fucking party, college party, and you get hammered, and no one's around anymore. Everybody's gone home, but yeah, you're still the fucking drunk there. Drinking the chamois, which are beers left by other people that you just pick up and try to finish off. That's what a chamois is, yes, by the way. Gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. I used to do it in college. It's not a very good idea. Um, you uh, you call somebody. You just get on your phone and you're like, you want to interact with somebody. So you call your mom, maybe, which is probably a last resort. Or you call that girl you like or that guy you like or your buddy and you just make an ass out of yourself because you're hammered and you, they don't really want to talk. It's three o'clock in the morning. They're probably sleeping because they need to get up for work. You know what I mean? And you embarrass yourself by making that phone call because you wake up the next morning and go, ah, what the fuck? I was drunk. Why did I do that? This and that and the other thing. So we set up a, uh, a voice message system. So you can just call us and make that call to us on the radio show and leave us a message. And that's what we call the Drunk Call Hotline because we take those messages you leave and play them back on the radio program for us to really just, I don't know, listen to, interact with, comment on, this and that. There are a whole variety of phone calls we get. Some people actually just call in with stuff like this guy, the Arbiter from Tampa. Here we go. This is the Arbiter checking in from Lakeland, Florida. And I have a question for Dr. Rocket. Ooh! If you could choose between the Chimay Blue Label and the Dogfish Head 90-Minute IPA, which would you choose? 
I look forward to hearing your answer on the next show. Once again, this is The Arbiter, checking in from Lakeland, and I am Lunatic Motherfucking Radio. Peace. All right, Rocket. The question is posed to you. Shame. I don't, uh, IPA is not. A, I'm not a big IPA guy. So I mean, and I, I've I've been a long time Shame fan. So it's Rock loves the Shame. I am. I'm a huge. I, matter of fact, I got a Shame. Uh, what is it about sign. the Shame that uh, makes it the uh, shit? Smooth flavor. It's good. Strong. It's got a little ABV. Uh, everything was so good. <laughs> if I didn't say ABV, we thought we were talking about cock. <laughs> That's exactly where I was going. Uh, oh, yeah, no. one trick pony. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, I know. Forget that. I'm not a big guy. IPA is okay, but it's a little too bitter for my palate personally. So my personal choice would be go to Chimay. They have an excellent line of beers, so I'd prefer them. Right. Okay. That's. Mm-hmm. I like Dr. Rock. I miss Dr. Rock. Remember we had the Doogie Howser theme for Dr. Rock? Those are the days we did production. Yeah. Here's uh, the next one from C from CO, Colorado. Here we go. LR drunk. It's fucking soak. So you can see out here. Hey, I might. This might be my second call this week, so you can probably postpone it a week if you uh, don't want to play two of my drunk calls in the same week. Especially because this one's also an Ask Doctor Rocket. Oh! So you can cue the Doogie Hauser. I didn't even right know now. this was happening. I'll for it. All right. Uh, hey, Rocket. Yes. Uh, Rock. Yes. Rocket. Yes, sir. Um. What are your thoughts on vinyl records? And I, I think that there's sort of a, a re-upsurgence of vinyl records. Um, I. Uh, By the way, I don't think I've had anybody ever ask the question of a doctor, what is your thoughts on vinyl records? <laughs> well, when you ask me a direct question, when you're asking me personally, it has to be a doctor. Uh-huh. I'm just saying Dr. Rocket's medical degree isn't that great. Well, obviously, that's why you're asking about vinyl records. Keep it simple for me. I myself have come back to purchasing vinyl records. I haven't bought music in a decade, practically. Uh, Since Napster, I've probably bought 15, 20 CDs total. Um, But I found myself buying, you know, probably 10 vinyls this year alone, if not more. I mean, I bought... Not to mention the... uh, Collections I have inherited because I started eh, about two years ago um, buying records. Yeah, eh, probably more than ten records. You know, I've got some Radiohead, I got some, I got Snoop Dogg, Dogfather, um, and a, a bunch of good shit uh, that you know just sounds great on vinyl. What are your thoughts of uh, the, the seeming upsurgence of uh, vinyl? Uh, you can you can answer this, and I'll take my my answer off there. Oh, there you go, Rock. What's your thoughts on vinyl records? I am a big fan of vinyl. I think there is a analog warmth you can't get from digital MP3s and CDs. Uh, there's also a nostalgia level that you can't get from your little plastic uh, CDs, and mm. obviously not on your iPod. Um, you can appreciate the artwork. Uh, Kieran knows here in my place. I have all my a lot of my vinyl records uh, framed and on the walls. Yes, Rock loves- with records, so they're not just the fucking. Uh, uh, covers mm. um, I am all for it and you're right I believe there is a resurgence because there is a uh, a new appreciation for 
uh, recording and that warmth of the original recordings that they that, that that were made that you can't get now. It's a nostalgia thing, isn't it? It's not just that. It's also the recording quality. Mm. You know, I mean, obviously you listen to like, like I have a Genesis three stages album, which is great. And you, you know, it's kind of cool. Yes. From a nostalgia level to hear a little crack and pop here and there, but there is a certain level of warmth, um, that you can't get in the digital record. If you were to look at a waveform, if you were to like zoom in on a waveform, it's more like just uh, stick layers with a digital recording. While it's more of general uh, waves up and down with mm. an analog recording. So I am all for it. Uh, it's a cool thing. It's a great uh, you know great thing to talk about, listen to. If you're an audiophile, um, I'm all for it. Here uh, is C-, C from CO again. Cool. Here we go. What up, Dick Faces? Season CEO here calling again. Uh, I called a few weeks ago with a question for uh, Dr. Rocket about uh, what he thought about canned beers, and I wanted to uh, call in and, and give my further opinion. Um, he had said that uh, Rocket, actually, I guess, Rocket. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, Rocket. Yes, sir. Uh, you had said that... Uh, you think that canned beers gives it sort of a metallic taste? I do. First of all, to that, I, I disagree. Oh, a disagreement. You spoke of the, the shelf life of, of canned beers versus bottled beers. And actually, the, the main ingredient that spoils beer is uh, light. And if you notice, bottles... Um, they're they're actually dark colored because they are trying to keep out as much light as possible. Yes, I know that. And on the other hand, you do not let in any lights. Um, so I would say that beer probably lasts longer. And I think the metallic taste is a bit of a myth. Um, I think if you were given two beers, the same beer, one out of a can, one out of a bottle, um, the two would taste quite the same. Um, and then the the bottled one or the canned one rather would have a lot. Can I retort, please? Not yet. Um, no light that is coming in to spoil the beer. Uh, you can you can respond to this. I will hang up and take my answer. Off. Oh, there you go, Rock. Canned beer, bottled beer. I am going to bury this listener right here, right now. If you cannot taste the difference between a canned beer and a bottle beer, sir, you do not have a trained palate. It is that. It is that simple. There is a distinct difference between a bottle beer and a canned beer. Sure, there are some companies who do strictly canning, but if you wanted to take uh, the same beer and had a can and had it uh, bottled in a glass bottle, you will taste the difference. Uh, same way you get it, you get to experience the same with milk, even in the plastic bottles to the uh, cardboard cartons. There is a taste difference. So, um, unfortunately, sir, you were completely incorrect. Yes, the uh, the color and the the light uh, situation is true, but at the end of the day, the darkened brown color of most beer bottles is enough to uh, to not cause an issue with taste quality. Um, unless, of course, you were just keeping it with direct sun 24-7 somehow, in some way. Um, if that was the case, that the darkened beer bottles was not enough, then obviously they would go with a totally black uh, surface to prevent any light. So, unfortunately, sir... You are wrong. You could even taste differences from like uh, gravity caskets to uh, tap versions of the same beer. I've had that experience. Um, you, 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 anything? No? 
You like I'm laughing. listening to you. I know, but you're like laughing. Like, what is, this? what is this bumbling folk talking about? So there's even a difference between gravity casting. Well, you call it an experience. That's just, What's that? It doesn't seem much like an experience. Yes, it is. I know. You could taste. I, I had the opportunity to have the same exact beer. It's not an experience. It's like something you've done. That's an experience. Well, it's if not, you did something, like an experience. I'm thinking like jumping off, like base jumping off the Grand Canyon or something. That's an experience. We're talking about all right. Well, fine, but we're talking about experience of beer. Yeah. So right, sorry for you. It's not an experience, mm-hmm. but yes, uh, unfortunately, yes, there is a difference in beer, and uh, the can to the uh, glass bottle is a distinct difference. And if you can't taste the difference, that's okay. Doesn't make you a bad person, but you do not have a trained palate. Mm-hmm. Sorry. J four Don't ever, don't ever question me. J fourteen twenty, I experienced lunatic radio. There you go. Here's a excessive Mike from Washington. Hey fellas, here in Rock. This is excessive Mike from up in Puyallup, Washington. Long time listener, been listening to you guys for years, at least since back in 07, from what I can remember. Uh, wait, wait for your guys' uh, podcasts. Uh, <laughs> Just every week, man. Can't wait to hear what you guys got coming. Uh, Kieran, thanks for uh, letting me uh, hear about uh, Joe Rogan's Joe Rogan Experience. Awesome podcast. You couldn't be couldn't be more right, man. It's fucking awesome. You guys, you guys are great. I'm not drunk, but this is my first time calling in. Um, keep doing what you're doing. And uh, I'll be listening. Well, there you go. There's a fella that always happens to us, Rock. Mike, excessive Mike from Pialop, Washington. Excessive Mike, I love the name. Uh, he loves the radio program and listening since 2007. That's a that's a that's awesome. That's a trooper. And the Joe Rogan podcast, yes, it is fucking phenomenal. That's because Joe is passionate about what he's talking about, and he has a great life, so he's always happy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, the Joe Rogan podcast. I recommend it to anybody out there, man. Yeah, I've listened to it, and he's it's yeah, he's fu- pretty insightful, man. Yeah, he's, he's a smart. Sometimes dude. he's out there, but even when he's out there, it's still kind of like an he, interesting. He conversation. hauls it back in. You know what I mean? Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, he's great. He go, he's he's like a kite. He lets it go, but then he brings it back in. He's an interesting guy. Uh, here is uh, Minivan J from right here in Connecticut. Hey, what's up, man? It's Minivan J. Uh, first of all, I just want to say, hey, happy Thanksgiving to, uh, you know, everybody. Rock, Karen. Aww. All listeners. Except Rachel, you probably don't do the Thanksgiving Thanksgiving thing there they in Canada because, <laughs> I don't know, I think it's an American thing. But <laughs> anyway, um, you know, dude, the reason I call it Rock. Rock. Yes, sir. Listening? Yes, sir. I just saw on my computer that the NHL just hired, uh, signed a 51-year-old dude. What? Yeah, man, I'm not a big sports follower or anything, but, dude, they just signed a 51-year-old dude. you got to find a new sport, bro. All right, man. Hope you guys are... <laughs> what is that 51. about? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I think that sport is Jones, man. All right, man. You guys take it easy. Talk to you soon. Later. The NHL signed a 51-year-old player? I was not aware of this. Or is that a coach? Maybe it was a coach. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Whoops. That's Minor thinking. details. Like, get I, you every I, time. I, I automatically started thinking that, you know, 
minivan James a little drunk and he just read the article wrong. Yeah, I don't. I was not aware of fifty-one year old. I remember Chris Chelios was the oldest player for a while, but he's since he's actually going to the Hockey Hall of Fame, so obviously he's retired. So I don't know. Hmm. Here is uh, Russ from Washington. Russ. Hey, fuckos. Hey, cannon. <laughs> What up? It's Russ from Everett. How y'all doing? Happy Thanksgiving, yo. Yo. Uh, why, when he says Everett, he means Seattle. Because Everett is not on the motherfucking map. We represent Seattle. Go Seahawks. Kaka! You fucking jack offers. This guy's recapping our last couple of years on the radio, I guess. One fucking drunk. I call. like that. It's cool. What the fuck he just said? I don't fucking know. This motherfucker is weird, dude. We getting hammered over here. We're like forty thousand miles away and just getting loaded. I'm a new listener. Thanks to Ross Root. Nice. I'm taking these guys with the Hempfest. I like when we have new listeners. You bitches want to talk to my dog? No. Talk, talk, dog. Talk, talk. <laughs> Sorry, he's busy fucking jacking off, you motherfuckers. Hey, wait. <laughs> These guys are idiots. So. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> bitches. out of control. And here's another asshole from Washington. Karen. The same guy, thank you. You fucko. You kind of said you would let... Ryan Seacrest do the black carpet on Ray J's dick as he, as he pounds you on the fucking asshole or in the asshole. In my book, kinda gay. The way you just said kinda gay was pretty gay, Wes. Really fucking gay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's referring to a, uh, a bit we did way back in the day, or actually, no, it was about a month ago, when we were talking about Kim Kardashian's sex tape and how Ryan Seacrest was all behind it because he pretty much created her career for her, and right. that Ryan Seacrest would be doing, I think, the cock carpet uh, as Ray J's ramming, yes. not me in the ass, Kim Kardashian in the ass. You get it? Of course. I was there. They misspoke. They misheard that, I guess. Uh, here is Sean from Key Largo, finally on a Drunkle Hotline. Hey, fellas, this is Sean from Key Largo. Hey, this isn't something that necessarily needs to go on on the show. But, yo, I've been watching the last couple of weeks, man, and the shows. Um, although the shows are great, the podcasts are awesome. Your live feed just blows. Okay, I don't know what what's up. I don't know what's going on, but man, it's like it, it'll play and then it'll stop and then it'll play and then it'll stop. And I really, really want to, um, I really, really want to, you know, get into the, the live show and, and be able to participate with the rest of you guys and stuff. But it's just so freaking irritating because I'll hear Karen say a stupid ass fucking comment and then. It'll cut halfway through, and 
than nothing. You know, it's like it's like I, I, it's really hard to keep up with the show that way. So this is a little technical note. Uh, I'm sure that you're probably aware of it because uh, Rock, you're a very smart guy, opposed to Karen, that's a fucking idiot. But you know, wow. I love you guys both, and, and I want to see the show succeed, especially if you guys go to every day or uh, five days a week during the show. That's going to be awesome. But the, the live feed has to get better. So tell Karen to ask his dad to send him money or something <laughs> so that the live show can work. <laughs> so, all right, guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Uh, uh, all I could say is it's not everyone's everyone not having that problem. Yeah, so. it might be just him. And it's, you know what? It's Andrew's issue, not ours. Andrew runs our shit, right? Yeah, for the most part, but it's not everyone's having the problem. So it's it's on a user to user basis, and obviously yeah. we can't guarantee. Every- oh, we got a call coming. In. Late show calls. Caller, you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you from? Hey, what's up, lunatics? It's Mike. Two oh, Mike. Two Stone Mike. How are you? I'm doing great. How you guys doing, man? We're hanging out, wrapping up the show, Mike. <laughs> exactly. I was coming with the. Uh, I was coming. Come out like the uh, Grand Slam or the uh, East Triple Play here. All right, that means it'll be the end of the inning, and we can wrap up the show. Go ahead, Mike. Well, basically, like, okay, I'm, I'm drunk. It's a drunk call. Yeah. Uh, secondly, I have a Doctor Rocket deal. Oh, I like those. All right, go ahead. Okay, so for Doctor Rocket, maybe this you will see. Uh, do you think I should be worried about uh, having sex with other women? After hooking up with way too many hookers. Uh, yeah, yeah. You 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 can't you can't swim in both pools, basically. If you're gonna well, go yeah, to the hooker route, you gotta. I mean, I mean, uh, there's protection being used, but I'm still kind of worried about it. As you, know? you should be, sir, dude. If you're gonna if you're gonna play in the dirty pool, don't bring it to the clean pool. You know what I'm saying? Let's Damn keep, right. Let's, yeah, or to the other chick, right? I'm not saying there's there you can't be playing in the dirty pool, but you gotta you can't you can't you can't go dipping in both. You can't go to like the dirty pool and then be like, you know what? I feel like going to the other pool. You know what I'm saying? Here's an idea: pink algae yeah. spreads from pool to pool. So there you go. Well, in the uh, third or the fourth, I have no idea which one to go first. But I have a hottie of the weekend. I've got a, uh, I got a stump rocket on his beer theory on the freaking aluminum can shit. Oh Jesus! All right, give us your hop with this nonsense. Give us your hottie of the week. Hottie of the week, Lexi Diamond. Google it. Oh, <laughs> all right. We love that. Confidence is the best. Yeah, Lexi Ooh. Diamond, and then uh, yeah, yeah, she's hot. And then the, uh, the 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 canned beer, dude. Seriously, like what? if you get a, you can get really kick ass beer in a can, man. I didn't say you can't. Get, I never, ever, 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 ever said that all beers and cans suck. Never did I say that. The question that was right. presented to me was the comparison between glass bottles to beer pot. I've had pork slap soda, and that comes in uh, pork slap beer. That comes in a can. That was great. I've had uh, six point beer, a local beer here in New York, comes in a can. Great fucking beer. But the uh, but the argument was glass to can. Um, well, have you had those same beers that you've had in a can in a bottle? No, but, but, but no, but no, no, but I could tell you, I can like pork slap only comes in a can and six point, six point I had on tap and I I could taste the difference between the tap and the can, but even taps not as great as a bottle. Bottle is, I think you guys got to put that, you got to put it to the test, dude. Seriously, like 
Go what ahead, beer sir. have you had in both situations? Give me a beer that you had at can and bottle. Well, okay. Actually, I don't have an example. I have an example of like can and tap like you had, which is a modus operandi. So you take that from the tap and you take it from the can until you're exactly the same. Okay. Fine. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, it's, I, uh, it's, I, I think it's the brewing process. And a lot of time, whatever beer you're going to be putting in the bottles actually do some conditioning and makes the beer better in the bottle. In the bottle, yes. I, I find the, the bottle is better. You know, some people might like to have that tinny taste in their, in their beer. That's, you know, that's a personal preference. But for me, and I think for a lot of people that the canned beer... Well, you're, well, you're comparing like Coors Light to frickin' Chimay. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm saying that the beer, there is a tinniness to the beer that I think if it was came in... Like, if that pork slap beer, for a random example, if it came in a beer bottle, I bet you there'd be a slightly better taste to it. Well, cheaper beers go well, in cans. It'd be a fun, fun experiment for sure. Yeah, for sure. Oh, no, no, that's not true because I don't. I mean, pork slap is relatively cheap, but it's not like cheap, cheap. But on the grand scheme of things, six points. Uh, six point beer is only four cans. Actually, it's a four can pack because it makes your dick hard. It makes your dick whole. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. But you know, I'm not against I'm not against canned beers at all. Like I like yeah, I remember a couple years ago we went to uh the NASCAR race with uh race car Johnny and mm. I was fucking drinking England's out of the can. I don't give a shit. You know, I'm not like I'm 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 pretty well, open with my beer, but I'm not a fucking complete douchebag with my beer. I'll have canned beers, you know, whatever. Well, Kieran knows what what, what beer is all about, man. So uh so apparently you, uh, you met up with Kieran out there, right? I did. That was fun. That was kick-ass. Good time. Now, it's hard for me to believe that Kieran did not try to grab your dick. That's no. kind of hard for me to believe. Absolutely not. Uh, Two-Stone Mike, it was, it was, it was, Two Mike had a, had a fabulous time. Don't interrupt the man. So you're trying to interrupt him from the reality. Was, had no point. Mike, Mike, did, did, did he try to do a little shh with you? I'm not gay, shit dick. I'm not saying. I never said you were gay. I'm just saying. No, we, just, we, 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 uh, we, we, we were fucking wingmen picking up checks here, so. Nice. And apparently you're into the Asians. Yeah. He loves Asians. I am. And that, that one chick, Karen, she got back to me. Yeah, he he, he uh, gave his number and a little note to the hostess of the place we were at. So the hostess? Look at you, yeah. big roller. And apparently she got back to him. Good for you, sir. That's yeah. good to hear. Nice. She got back, man. She, she got back as my ex-wife was sitting on the couch next to me. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> that's the way two stuff yeah, works. It was very awkward. It was weird. But, hey, man, she got back. You know? How many days uh, until you put a tour? I'm think I'm going back up there this next Thursday, you know, and uh, see what's up. Well, there you go. Look at that. Two Stone Mike working the skills. I like it's put a tour. That's the that's your terminology. What are you going to put a tour? Well, that's <laughs> how I say it on the show. I mean, yeah, I'll put a tour whenever the time's right. There you yeah. go. Oh boy, you definitely hung out with Karen. <laughs> we met. Uh, we met another dude. That blonde chick from that other bar was pretty cute. Cute. Yeah, I was thinking she was going to call in fucking live, dude. We 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 played off the show really well on that one, man. The show actually hooked us up with that chick. Yes, yeah, so Mike was. He just goes some like blonde waitress comes up. She's serving us drinks, right? And Mike just goes, "Hey, he's got a radio show." And I'm just like, "Oh fuck, here we go, uh, here we go." Yeah, you know, Kieran's like, "Oh, here we go." Meanwhile, Kieran's like, like, "Yes, I'm in." <laughs> yeah, set up. Here comes oh. the pitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, but, uh, perfect, man. We had that shit in the bag on that one. Yeah, she was. She's from New York. Everybody's a transplant out there. Everybody's from somewhere else out in Arizona. All right, Michael. Thank you for calling in. It was a good oh, time. Michael, you're on the like. It was good Michael. seeing you. It was good seeing you, friend. Yeah, you too, man. All right. Aww, you guys don't like fucking. Uh, soon. Enjoy are you, the, with the end of the show here. 
Yeah, we always like and your end of uh, show. Don't forget to look up uh, Lexi Diamond. Seriously, look up Lexi Diamond. Oh yeah, look that up, Rock. Lexi okay. Diamond. Are you guys gonna Skype up later? Now that now that you guys are buddies, you gonna Skype up? I can shut your fucking hole. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Mike. We'll see you. All right, later. There you go. This is Two Stone Mike from Tucson, Arizona. I love how he's now Michael. Uh, but I said Michael. What the fuck? It's like your buddy. Shut the... F- Ooh, shit. <laughs> hey, he wasn't fucking around with that. What's her name? Lexi Diamond? Yeah. That ain't a real last name. Maybe she's related to Neil. <laughs> is that Neil Diamond's daughter? That'd be awesome. Love on the rocks. Ain't no surprise. My daughter's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you some lies. Uh, drunk, uh, what is it? How many is it a week? Here we go, everybody, in a uh, lunaticradio.com show. Do you want to have me? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. Howdy of the week time, everybody. This is when we pick a chick from World Entertainment Team here on Howdy of the Week. Pointless second, do it each and every week. Pointless, pointless, pointless. We don't know how to end the show. Email us to the show the name of the chicken Riz while we read them on the air. Lexi Diamond, big well, winner today. Or you can post them in the uh, chat room and read those off as well. If I can see it. Um, All right. Yeah, Two Stone Mike goes with Lexi Diamond. I'm going with Lexi Diamond. Pretty good one there. Uh, all right, no one's in the chat room. Who do you got for your hottie of the week, Rock? I just said that. Lexi Diamond. You can't take the same Well, blood. no, I said it before him. He didn't even know what a broke was. Well, then I saw the picture. No, but he said it that led you to the photo. I'll go with the chick from Community, the brunette. I forgot her name. All right. Uh, I don't know who I'm going to go with. Uh, I don't know yet. No idea. Email us at the uh, show at the, uh, show name and chick. Or actually, just email us at the show lunaticradio.com. That's the email address. Twitter.com slash lunaticradio is our Twitter account. Facebook.com slash lunaticradio is our Facebook account, everybody. So uh, keep up with that. And I am going to go with, as far as my hottie of the week, I'm going to go old school rock. I'm going to go with Roxy DeVille because I, I don't know what she's doing these days. And I'll just go with Roxy DeVille. Old school porn star. She's probably just dating some guy and living a normal life right now. Because I think that's all she's doing. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what? I'll go with Riley Steele. She's somebody we follow on Twitter. Go check her out. I'll go with Riley Steele. That's my hottie of the week. And Roxy DeVille. That's two. Two hotties of the week. There you go. Book it. Put your name on it, as Jay Moore would say. You're covered for two weeks now. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for checking out the LunaticRadio.com show. Thank you, Rock. Thank you, Kieran. All right, we'll see you. Merry Christmas, everybody. What? We'll be back before then. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Andrew Zarian is a homo. All right, we'll see you guys later. Peace.